Disclaimer, the following Boundless Pop Trap episode contains strong opinions that some listeners may and will find offensive. If you cannot accept or respect others with a differing opinion from yours, then fuck off. I like turtles. Now y'all ain't playing no fucking these chickens, are you? Picture it. Sicily, 1920. Aren't we fucking funny? Streaming from the Midwest, right in the middle of the U.S. From Omaha, Nebraska, you're listening to the Boundless Pod Track, your entertainment podcast where we touch on all topics, from the crazy and absurd to the sacred and profane, and even the useless and unnecessary. The Boundless Pod Trap knows no bounds. And now, here are your hosts. Good morning, everybody. Or afternoon. Uh, what's up, boys? It is morning. It yeah. is morning. This is the first morning podcast we've ever recorded. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. I feel like I'm at, Sunday morning. Feel like I'm at church. Down. It is the church. I am <laughs> a you? registered minister, so... Nice. Hello, fellas. Thank you. Is that you why are... you put holy water on us when we came in? Oh, yeah. That's what that was? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he told me, at it's least. It's a very slippery consistency. It's a... I always moan when I cover people with holy water. <laughs> Anointment oil. <laughs> Ew. It smelled like tuna. <laughs> You're registered in I've the... never actually had tuna before. It just always grosses the shit really? out of me. Yeah. God bless you. Tuna subs are, <laughs> are usually my go-tos at, like, Subway or something like that. I was always under the impression that tuna was like an anchovy, and it the Ninja Turtles like, like completely took me off anchovies. I always thought that tuna is what a girl's locker room smelled like. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you would know. Starkist? Uh, why do they call it, don't they call it like chicken of the sea, the tuna yes. brand? Why do they call it chicken of the sea? I don't know, because it, it doesn't even taste like chicken, but maybe I don't know. Let's find out. Do a jujul search. I'll be back. I'm not going to Google why chicken. Because then you're going to have ads for tuna right. and strip, because chicken and strip goes into clubs everything, on your... And then tuna can go into everything. I think it's more of like a, is that like a white people thing? or? Wow, you had to go there. Starting it off like that. I think that like we all need, we all need to start um, eating more tuna. I eat a lot of tuna sometimes. With garlic? When, well, I, actually, I do. Uh, some of the, the squeeze garlic stuff from like Hy-Vee. Fish. Now we're at church. <laughs> so, and now instantly, this podcast has been banned from YouTube. Thanks. There goes our. Uh... Just speed up that part. <laughs> I like the look on Justin's face when he was trying to clap and like have the most white man clap. <laughs> yeah, the let biggest. Me, let me find it. Smile on his face. Can <laughs> you can tell he's concentrating so you, hard? You know that's gonna get cut out now because he's gonna hear that clip. Oh shit! I gotta cut it. <laughs> oh, it man. makes it sound like I don't have rhythm. You know, I got. <laughs> I got all the rhythms. Oh, he he is a very good dancer. I think that's what he does his dance. <laughs> He's a good I've never seen him <laughs> dance. I've done him do his what is that that karate? Copayea? Capilarte? What is it? Oh uh, capoeira? Yeah. Uh, cup of coffee? You've seen him dance before? Oh, yeah. Dance a few times. Uh, uh, pelvic thrusting. I've seen a movie uh, of him <laughs> dancing. 
I've I've directed a movie of him dancing somewhat. <laughs> I did a uh, amateur night when Dipsticks was around. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. Yeah. Oh, really? My, that's how you got hepatitis C. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, uh, isn't that place like a? a it's, ki- it's the pool room now. Oh, I thought it was like a daycare. Still more balls and sticks, but, but. lipsticks is still next door. I did a uh, one of my friends' girlfriend's mom was always going to like dipsticks like every other weekend or something like that, and so she like you decided to <laughs> dance for her. She snuck us in, and then she's like, "Get up there!" I was like, "Ah!" She's like, "Just do one song. Just do one song." It's like. All right, cool. So, you know, I got a, you know, maybe like $60 of tips or something like that. And like, um, all from her. And I wasn't 18 yet. So, but they didn't know. So That's like, why they're closed and they're a pool <laughs> yeah. hall now. Well, um, Annie went up and he's like, Do you have the song Everybody Was Kung Fu Fighting? <laughs> did you dance to it? Yeah. Did you, did you have your Jeff Hardy armbands on when you were up there dancing? Yeah. Well, you're I, you're I don't thinking think so. about I it. I probably had like, like, Jinko pants or something like that at the time. <laughs> Baggy clothes. Had it wasn't. It he wasn't had to like take off that. his four belts. <laughs> they weren't that parachutey, but yeah. So you're, you didn't show your ding dong, did you? No, I just went down to my. I boxers. don't think they can show ding dongs at the men's clubs. You can do whatever you want. I don't to. know. I've never been to one. You probably can't stay there afterwards, but. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Dancing like get the fuck out of here! I uh, disgrace me. I've been to the uh, playhouse here in town. Oh, um, the, uh, they community have, playhouses? Yes. Yeah. The, their amateur night, I think, was like every Wednesday. And it's just like, it's it's weird. And it's not like actual amateurs. It's girls from other strip clubs in the area coming over to try to make an extra thousand bucks, which I don't blame them. I would do it if if I could. But, yeah, it was interesting. It was just, I've, I've watched lots of amateur stuff on Pornhub, and they are definitely not amateur. No. Every, every, they just do that because it, I think it, I think it's more of the the pervert like you that went to Pornhub to masturbate. As, right? Exactly, yeah. They um, know their audience. It's just something in your mind, like thinking like, ooh, this girl doesn't know what she's doing. She's real. She I always like does, it, but though. I want something with she a little less She says she doesn't. Mm. She does. Yeah, uh, that same friend's uh, whose girlfriend, whose mom that was, that friend married a... Um, uh, a woman who worked at the uh, playhouse at one point. And I remember the commercial playing like at night, every, you know, whatever she would come home and she's like, none of those girls work there. None, none, that's that commercials. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the playhouse commercial. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And there was, I guess at that time when she was working there, she's long since been out of the biz. They actually, there's a chick who had like a piercing in her chest and, She's like, yeah, she would let people put their fingers in her to the hole in her chest. I think chest they really they... did work there, though, because Michael Michael shot one of them before. Oh, not, not... Whoa, literally. <laughs> that's why she's got that hole in her chest. <laughs> <laughs> he photographed one of them. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to find, you guys keep talking, I'm trying to find the commercial for it. It would have been like back in like 2004 or so. so. I've only been to the Playhouse once, to be completely honest, and it was for my... My bachelor party, which I had to be the designated driver to. You, you had an awesome bachelor. I didn't even have Right, one. right. Three people showed up. We went to the casino. Two of them won money and went home. The third one got so shit-faced, I had to drive him home. It was a rip-roaring good time. And this was the song you heard. Your fantasies are hard feet away. 
We were talking about a new theme song for the podcast. <laughs> I think so, we found it, boys. So what happened? So this mean in 2022, I'm going to be the assholes playing all the stupid sound effects? <laughs> yeah. 2020 was Justin. 2021's you. Yeah. 2022's coming to me. I didn't have the stupid ones. They were right on point. Right? You can't tell me that that wasn't <laughs> the best local so, ad you've ever heard. Come there for like ecstasy. So like maybe if there. I have like a kink of, you know, having like two grown guys, you know, manhandle me like... I go to the playhouse so I can touch a girl and have two guys manhandle me. It's Dude, like, they don't do. I don't even have to pay. They don't do nothing there. Please don't I've, touch I've seen lots of guys put their hands on the cinnamon. Are you okay? The dancers there and, and the guy, <laughs> the guys that work there that are like the bouncers. They don't care. They're just there because they get to be around <laughs> naked women all the time. And like, they literally, like, I don't drink. We know this. None of us do. But like, I get like a Gatorade or something there. And like, the second you finish off that Gatorade bottle and you set it next to you. The freaking bouncer's there grabbing it to throw it away. I'm like, Jesus Christ. What do you man? think I'm like, going to do? Yeah, like they took gonna... all of my tomatoes. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to. I remember getting some guys in trouble there once because I uh, I put a dollar down on the stage. And now, because it's like this, you're freaking, you have to sit. And so, like, your chin is basically resting on the stage. <laughs> and so I put a dollar down. I thought it'd be kind of funny. I was I blew on it, and the dollar started doing like the worm across the stage. Well, the two guys next to me thought it was the funniest thing. So they kept doing it, and the stripper like was like, "Can you guys please stop doing that?" And like she got pissed because they she thought they were blowing on her butthole, and so those two guys <laughs> those two guys got kicked out, and I'm just sitting there like, "Oh boy, <laughs> started blowing started Corona into a stripper's butthole." This was probably like 2006. She did a little turn, slipped on a dollar bill, cracked her so much blood, so so much blood, oh, man. Yeah, there was. Well, um. So what, what do we got to? Well, well, let, before we move on, quick, we did lap the horn. Welcome, twenty twenty one boys. This, oh yeah, it's so different in this world. Everything is back to a hundred percent. Hundred percent, nothing changed. Amazing. Do you guys have any uh, New Year's resolutions you want to oh, share shit, with the crowd? Resolute? I don't do that crap. Because you want to go around the table. Let, let's wrap the horn. I, I'll start <laughs> if resolu- it makes you guys more comfortable. My resolution is to punch people that think they're going to stick to their resolution. <laughs> right on. I I decided, and 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 I'll I'll throw it out there. Um, I wanted to start dressing more responsibly, more like an adult. He's wearing pants today. I'm not wearing pants today. Oh, he's not wearing pants today. Uh, yeah, I'm st- they're my, still my ugly shorts. They but. were at once pants, it looks like. It, yeah, they were at once pants. But, like, I got on Amazon and, and bought some some vests and some ties. What? To wear around the house? Oh, I'm going to go outside eventually once this is all over. Well, you over. wear it around the house. That way you can gain the confidence of, like, oh, this is me. I bought a sweater from Old Navy. Oh, man. Right? He's going Heathcliff Huxtable on us. Fuck yeah. I put it on and I was like, won't you be my name? That's not Heathcliff Huxtable. Do you want to go frisbee golfing now? (laughs) I do have a set somewhere. Heathcliff Huxtable's more like, I'm going to put something in your drink. (laughs) (laughs) No, when it comes to resolutions, like, I was big on it for a while, but now that I think about it more, it's like, you know, I used to work in the gym setting and, you know, January, maybe February, it's just like packed, and then everybody goes back to like their their stuff. It's like you have to scale things to a realistic amount, I guess. But waiting to start something, like wait until the new year to start something, or like since you know we we do some you know 
journaling and stuff like that. It's like opening up a new notebook is cool and all, but like I got nothing in there. I can't I can't reference anything now. Yeah. So it's like some people just uh, bringing it back, I guess, to both of those New Year's and journaling. People start like the new year with a new journal type of thing. It's like, but I still have like eighty pages left. I'm going to use those. People nowadays, the only they don't do resolutions for themselves. They do it for others. True. And that's because they post it on Facebook. They need that validation. In the first. hope, yeah, exactly. In the hopes that people are like, oh my god, that's so great, and like encouraging them or. Whatever. But it does work though. Sometimes I don't think it does. When you put your goals out there into the ether, uh, people will keep you accountable. It's, yeah, you're now responsible now. Like I've found that to be the case. Like I've done a few fitness challenge type of thing. Like 30 days, no gym, no whatever. You know, just home workouts, eating what I can under a budget and stuff like that. And then I post the pictures and stuff. And I'm like, now I have to be accountable. I, you know, I'm putting it. I'm putting it all out there. Why would you put stuff out there through your urethra? <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what I always do. Oh, okay. Just with, you know, well, plus, <laughs> plus I changed my outfit because I just got a random 600 bucks. So oh, you already, got, oh, yeah, you did get yours. Yeah. yeah I've been I, checking I, my I, account like every single on, morning. I'm like, I got mine two days ago. I got mine on Friday. My wife checked her account this morning and then she got a few hits of like $200 charges from a PlayStation thing. She got hacked somewhere. So she's got a, uh, if and you're, you're here. Yeah. <laughs> you're making her deal with it. But that. fuck, Grand uh, Theft Auto sure is fun. You guys, like in real life games. or in the video game? He's talking about real life. <laughs> he is. That's what those extra cars were outside that were all smashed up. All Ultimus. That's all I want. I used to be into Grand Theft. Like 2002 to like 2006, I'd play a lot of PlayStation 2, but I just can't get into video games. I just, I, I, they waste your life. Now, granted, if I was like when COVID in quarantine, when you really have nothing else to do, okay. That might be a, a time to, but I'm not going to go out and spend $9 million on a fucking game system because that's like how much they are nowadays. Right. I only play for health reasons. It's to ward off Alzheimer's and stuff. It's a mental you know, stimulation. So I just do it for my health. So is writing and creating. What? That'll stimulate your men, you mental. What? <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> you thought <that one? laughs> Squeeze me? <clears throat> no, I guess my, my New Year's resolution would be to actually physically curb stomp those anti-mask wearers and COVID deniers out there because wake the fuck up. It's real. I'm turning a new leaf. I'm actually going to be one of those now. <laughs> Let's go outside. I want to see what it's like. <laughs> to be an asshole and, yeah. and uh, like, inconsiderate you can't, prick? You know, it's a 99% you know survival rate. It's like, yeah, but it's still sucky when you get it, though. Yeah. It's like if I just sneezed right here and didn't cover my mouth, would you say cover your fucking mouth or... Would you, you know? Would you want me to have some sort of protection between the the molecules that are transferring? I'm literally if if people deny it and they don't wear masks where they're supposed to, and have attitude about it, they're out of my life. I don't <laughs> I don't need those pricks because sneeze into the mic. This is yes, it's a 99 percent survival rate, but you know you should. It's a 100 percent not pleasant. <laughs> well, and in this vaccine, you you've heard. The side effects now people are getting from vaccine, it's causing people to black out. Mm -hmm. People was a, do that willingly already, though. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was a news person that got the vaccine in the middle of the interview on camera. Her eyes rolled to the back of her head, and she passed out. And all these people, a ton of people. So it's like, I'm not, I never was planning on it. Well, if I'm you not get getting it, this vaccine because we don't know anything about it. It was rushed. I'm going to I'm gonna mark it right now. <laughs> 
was it December third? December. December January third. January third. Oh, I gotta go Christmas <laughs> shopping. Yeah. January third. Uh, people are gonna use this vaccine to try to get out of things like uh, the vaccine made me tweet this. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. Say what you're gonna say. Nope. I'll just edit it out later. I I, yeah. uh, <laughs> I think Corona's a hoax. Okay. Yeah. He's got a point though. So. You know. Curb stomped. <laughs> <laughs> no one I know has ever had Corona, so I think it's a hoax. <laughs> like the sun Corona? Or? There's probably still Corona floating around this house. <laughs> and it, no one I've, I've personally known has ever had Corona. I think the numbers are fake. I think it's I think it's fake news. I do think that this <laughs> this new wave of Corona. Oh, it's going to be so much worse than that's the coming first. around. I I part of me is the timing of it is kind of weird. Like I just think that you know i don't know i'm sure it, it's it, it's real but it's been in the it's been in the eu for probably about a month and a half now so that means europe for you thank you you're welcome man i don't know i mean this world that's why i said everyone's like 2021 is gonna be so much better speaking of video nope. games people learned <laughs> a lot about corona through what was it there was an, a multimedia online whatever game where I guess there was like some little glitch that caused everybody to get like this little virus, um, and they learned to understand certain viruses through this game. What was that? You probably know. Uh, Earth. Was it like Warcraft or something? I think. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But Earth, yeah, that's where I live. So, Space Invaders. No. The Pong. Sim? I guess we are kind of in space. Jungle like, Hunt. Have you ever just scaled back? Asteroids. And- See how Pole significant position. we all really are. Oh yeah, we're this are little. Are you having an ex- ex- existential crisis? No, I'm enjoying it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what's on the docket for today, boys? I think we've stumbled I, down I the rabbit hole pretty gonna, far. We're, we're going to try the same layout uh, as last time, where each of us brings a topic to the table, and then we're also going to play a game. Ooh-hoo. I should say. Justin and Lonnie are going to play a game. Yeah. Um, we're going to do three more games. One more round of games. One more round of games Games because, obviously, I can't win points today. Right. So the next episode, one of these guys will do. If you fit it into the rules, you probably could. I think that. <laughs> I get it. The, the next round that we do for 2021, I think it should be that if the two that are playing the game tie or if we have a special guest on that wins it, the other one loses a the, point. The person that d- is doing the game gets the point. That's oh. fair. Cool. By the way, I, oh. as in Tracy, is making a trophy for the winner as well, whoever has the most points. Mm. So not only does the loser get punished, the winner gets a trophy. Are you going to repurpose a wrestling belt <laughs> no no goodness no i have a smoking skull one at home if we want to use it for next time yes we, do we that. still need to make uh david howard thornton's uh trophy for winning the uh we do and we need to send off. it to him yeah. like, he, he sent me a message the other day like where's my fucking tr-? no he actually did <laughs> <laughs> did it in, did it in the, it's in the mail the joker voice all right so who wants to go first with their topic Oh. I went last last week, so I I'll just take it, it away. Start it this Sorry. week. So let's get the for the 2020. Since we got through that decade, I thought, what better than to wrap up that decade with a with kind of a a decade movie wrap up? 
So I went I went ahead and wrote my uh, top 15 favorite horror movies and my least 15 hated horror movies. They're in no particular order, and they so everybody knows they are my choices, not anybody else's. Not a collection. So if you don't agree with them, Jeremy probably won't. He, they're pure. He will shit on everything. They'll shit on every single one. <laughs> they are solely mine. And to prove that I do watch other genres of movies as well, I did my top fifteen other movies. I didn't do hated fifteen because I don't watch other genres that often. Like bromances? Yeah. Or, I bet you I can guess one of your uh, hated horror movies. I you probably you can probably guess most of them. All right, which what genre? What do you guys want to start with? Let's do horror. Let's uh. Let's get scary and then get happy. Good and or bad. Scary. Number one on the hated list. Hated. All the, right. The we'll, cleansing hour. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start. So when I did top fifteen hated, keep in mind I did not do low budget movies. I did not do movies that were a lot of indie movies because those might suck due to budget and actors. I only tried to stick to higher budget movies. And writing and directing. Right, right. Okay. So, number one, 2019. Those are my good movies. What am I doing? Sorry. Sorry. You should have just committed to it. Uh, all your crappy Look at this ones dork and his, <laughs> yeah. his notes and his notebook. Uh, I've seen, I seen like a really great movie. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Bottom. 15 worst horror movies of the decade. 2015's The Witch. Ooh. I was, I was going to. Sorry. 2015's The Witch. I thought it was fucking awful. It was slow. It was garbage. I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, so bad. I do like the fact that they introduced Black Phillip, but 2015's The Witch. See, when it came to like around that time period, if I saw a trailer to the movie and it the trailer didn't do anything for me, I don't watch it. Yeah. I and I remember seeing the trailer to that movie, and I'm like, I don't think so. Do you have to like... <clears throat> Approach certain trailers differently. Like, if you approach a Marvel trailer, you're like, "Up, oh, seen the whole movie," or that's pretty much most movies nowadays, though. Not just Marvel movies. Like, all movies suck. Well, all when movie, it comes to trailers, all movies are rushed these days. Right. All right. Number two, 2018's Hereditary. Oh, oh gosh. I 100% agree with you on that one. And I watched that movie. I had to preview that movie. To, to make sure it ran well in the theaters. Um, I watched it by myself at night at like 1 in the morning in a theater that holds 300 people, and I still thought it sucked. Like the ultimate scary environment that you could have. I felt so bad for Tony Collette. It was just – it was fucking garbage. Someone who studies demons as well. Man, I, shit. I Absolute mean, shit. That that movie had like a, a lasting effect on me j- just because of the little girl. In it. But like, right. they, they finally, I'm like, what? This is a totally different movie. This exactly. They all they do is promote that little girl, and they kill her off in the first like ten minutes. Spoiler alerts! But these movies all fucking suck, and I'm gonna spoil every single one of them. At least you didn't tell them that she gets her head beheaded. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. shit! Oh, <laughs> oh no! I, um. I think with that movie, what ruined it for me was the hype everybody was talking about. Like, oh, my God, this is the scariest thing this, ever. A lot of my of list is dedicated to this movie is the scariest movie yeah. of the decade. Scariest? Like, no, like one of the bigger shock value for just that part. Yeah, yeah right. But, like no. if, if they wouldn't have said it was the scariest thing and I just went and seen it without that, 
it would have probably been an okay movie to me. But I think the fact that everybody talked it up as like the creepiest, scariest, no, there was nothing creepy or scary about right. it. Right. The next two would be my number one and my number two if this wasn't in a particular order, but it's not. Um, number three is 2010 A Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Oh, God, yes. That was fucking Loved garbage. It. You you get out of the fucking house. Don't even go out the front door. Leave through this window. It would have been salvageable if Robert England played him, and they did a little bit more with that. I don't. Story. I can't even agree that there was parts of the story that were watchable, but the rest of it was just so fucking garbage. It looked terrible. The acting was terrible. I absolutely adore Rooney Mara, and it was still so bad. I I went to the midnight showing and then the eight a.m. showing, and I was disappointed at both of them. I mean. I kind of like the look of Freddy. I hated. Yeah. But the the look of that Freddy is probably more on par with what an actual burn victim would look like. Yeah. But that's not who Freddy was. No, like, absolutely it's, not. It's it's one of those things like my thing with the It movies. Right. I won't watch them because Tim Curry is Pennywise. Right. Me. You you can't take a talking character, especially a sarcastic one mm-hmm. like Freddy Krueger. And have a different actor play him. Right. Well, and the thing that irritated me the most about it is Freddy Krueger is not a child molester. He's a child murderer. There is a huge difference. But in the in the 2010, a child murderer isn't scary, but a child molester is. Yeah. So that's just showing what we've changed. Um, that's my number one favorite movie of all time. So let's go ahead and ruin my number two favorite horror movie of all time with 2019's Pet Cemetery. Fucking garbage. I've seen bits and pieces of it because it was it was on, and I, I forget where I was at, but they had it on. And it was like I started watching it. And, oh, this is pretty rough. And it's not even the fact that it's rough. Like it was a beautiful movie and all, but when you change key aspects of the movie. Like well, the little girl instead of a little boy. Yeah, when yeah. they when they change Gage dying to Ellie dying, it completely changes the aspect of the movie. So I think they're trying to pull on different strings there. I mean, like a child, yes, you know, kind of like the child murderer, child molester. Yeah, right. yeah. If it's a little girl, it probably has more priority over a little boy. But like, and I hated that little boy in the first one. I was like, fuck, man, I want to bash your head in with that little evil look that you're giving right, right now. Like, Ugh. like this. Yeah. No, it was a little bit more. So you're giving me more seductive. I know. Do you want to kiss? Because I need the table to tip the other way. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. For the uh, points? Next is 2014 It Follows. Sexually transmitted horror? Yeah, it's it's an exploitation movie, and they did it very badly. What year was it? 2014. I thought you said 17. I was like, it was. I thought that was older than that, but okay. And it's, and it's weird. Like, they're in Detroit. And you expect Detroit to be shitty, which it was, but then and they'd be like, "Oh, look, this girl's reading an ebook." Like, so is it old school? Is it new school? It's a and the fact that like I wouldn't mind if the monster was invisible and they could, they it's a it's an ever present force. But when you can shoot the invisible force with a gun, like it takes me out of it. The it is Eminem, Marshall Mathers. <laughs> he just follows people rapping. Yeah, he's just screaming, "Mom, spaghetti!" at everybody. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Uh, number uh, whatever number 2013's The Conjuring. I really, I did like those. You didn't like? I I, I, I hate stories about Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah. Like they're always gonna be wrong, and they're always gonna glorify the fact that they were these great paranormal investigators, and when they're you, not. Yeah, yeah, when you put it on the realistic spectrum, uh, 
yeah, it takes it out. That's one thing, like comparing something to something else, it usually does pull me back, but right. appreciating the art for the art itself, yeah. If you could have just changed their names, it probably would have been cool. Sure. In the, the But that was what we were talking about earlier. That movie was portrayed as the best movie of the decade, um, and they showed all the good scares in the trailers trying to get people hooked. And then when it came to the actual movie and there wasn't really anything added beyond what we've seen in trailers, the movie was a letdown. I think it's mainly because – what's his name? Wilson uh, Pickett? What's the dude, the actor, something Wilson? Uh, uh, yeah, the yeah. guy who played Ed. Um, He's a fantastic actor. Yeah. And I hated him at first because the like, first thing I ever saw of him was like Phantom of the Opera, and that was one of my – and he played Raul. And it's like, man, that – I ugh. But then take him back and like, oh, well, I hate him because he's that good. You know, right. like appreciating something after the fact. It's like, oh, that, that You're guy's – You're going to piss Paco off because that's yeah. his favorite actor. <laughs> that's true. Oh, right. My thing with The Conjuring, I'll just say real quick, is I don't think it was a bad movie. I think the ones that followed, it was just like, it's all the same to me. They're all I, cash grabs. It's, yeah. it's, For it's, sure, yeah, I can see that. You've seen the first one, you, you've seen the rest of them. So. And this one's this one's really personal. Uh, it comes at night. <laughs> we needed that's what she said. Uh, but <laughs> That's what she said. Um, and the, the funniest thing, and one of my biggest gripes about It Comes at Night, is it never came at night. It always came during the day. And that just pissed me off. Well, it depends on if I work or not. <laughs> <laughs> when it happens, when it comes, you're way, you're way behind on this. I'm not I'm not waiting for you to get there. Um, next one, Insidious. I loved Insidious up to the last ten minutes, and that took me so far out of it. Insidious is like the Conjuring to me. Yep. Next, uh, 2017's Mother. Is that the the Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, okay, that's not what I'm thinking of. Then <laughs> great movie, another allegory for Mother Earth getting destroyed. It's a trope we've seen time and time again. Uh, but acting was kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, we got that. All right, thanks oh. Steve Carell for calling in just to say that. Next one, 2010's The Crazies remake. You like that? I didn't really care for it much. I liked the original quite a bit. Yeah, the original is good. But I thought the crazies. I thought it was good because it was just more modern and yeah. I, I, I mean, mean, for what it was, it was fine. I won't say like one of my, the most hated, but it didn't really have anything for me more than the original did. It was an unnecessary remake, basically shot for shot. Yeah, like yeah. But That's one I haven't seen. Some of those, are, I, I don't know. I just I so think I, that I assume it's not worth seeing. So not worth like, seeing. Yeah. It's, that one, I think the trailer kind of ruined hooked, it. No, it hooked it for me. Yeah, it hooked it for it, you? It just, it made, like I said, it was more modern and like the effects were good with it. So. Right. Um, let's see, where are we at? Okay, 2017, A Cure for Wellness. I don't even know that. Oh my God. It was, it was about water and then like leeches that made you live forever. Is Kevin Costner in this one? Did no, you? Kevin Costner is not in this one. <laughs> Did you? Did you? Uh, I seen it in theaters. Did you read fucking... the synopsis before you went to see it? Oh no, it just okay. said it was a that horror ex- movie. That explains why you went to see it. Because if yeah. you had read that synopsis, I'd be like, Oh no, next. It There's was... no like merman love story. Nope, no more merman love story. Uh, next, The Purge, Anarchy, from 2014. I haven't seen any of those Purge movies. That's the second one, or is that the third? I think one? the third one. Yeah. Yeah, I like. The first one was great, election year was great, and the, the prequel was great. But the couple in the middle, like they just tried to make it like more hardcore than necessary. And that one 
way jumped the shark. Yeah, because I liked the first one because it was inside a house. Right. And then the second one was like outside the house. Yeah, on the street. Yeah. Election year. Election year was With Matthew Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Close. Okay. Um, 2019's The Lighthouse with uh, William Dafoe and Robert Patterson. Haven't seen Pattinson. It, 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 is it's that a, supposed to be a horror? Yeah, yeah. It's A24. It's a, it's a, roughly, it's a, it's a thriller horror. Yeah, wasn't that roughly a... Uh, anyway, it, it's... That dude, you, H.P. Lovecraft. Wasn't that roughly Lovecraftian? Lovecraftian? It, it's kind of, yeah. It's it's a Willem Dafoe, um, Robert Pattinson stuck in a lighthouse waiting for a storm to pass and just their minds... Going crazy. Degrading yeah. until one kills the other one. It's slow, and then it goes off the rails. That's actually going to be how this goes down eventually. I think oh, the, get, the whole world. Well, I mean, at least the BBT. I think I don't give us thirty episodes, and then one of us kills each other. <laughs> oh yeah, I, think. I got twenty-four episodes. I got my eye on Tw- this guy, twenty-four though. in us. <laughs> Your um, body will keep me warm. The 2013 Evil Dead remake. Yeah, I agree. It took away all the... Uh, Visually, it was pretty cool. Story-wise. I, I liked the pothead dude. He was funny. He was the comedic... Right. Yeah. It just it took away all the comedic elements that were... Yeah, there's no campiness. There's no funness. I, I think even if it wouldn't have been an Evil Dead movie, I still wouldn't have liked the movie. I agree with you. Um, have it, you watched the series? Uh, Yes. Do you like that one? Yes, I do. I haven't seen the... Was it? You're up to... I think I'm halfway through the second series, the second season. So, and last one for the bottom of the horror list, The Strangers Pray at Night. Mm. Uh, the second one, it was pretty much the first season or the first movie again, just crappier. Yep, and it just so shows how easy you could take them out, like on a date. Well, take them out, kill them, and why weren't oh. they so easily killed in the first movie? Well, that's how you date. That's how you date them. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Oh, that's how you romance. I've been doing it wrong all these years. All oh. right. Top 15 horror movies that I love. Oh, that's still my stuff. Okay, here we go. Top 15 horror movies that I loved for the decade. And a lot of you might disagree, but these are my top 15 horror movies. They Some of them might stretch into the thriller, an, an argument that me and Jeremy hold a lot. But here we go. Top it's different. Top fifteen subgenres. Top that... fifteen horror movies of the decade that I absolutely loved. Two thousand fourteen, as above, so below. I fucking loved that movie. It's about it's found footage movie about people going into the French catacombs. Yeah. Isn't that the one like the the piano key thing that yes, they, cre- they found? Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Cool. I like that one. Two thousand fourteen's Dale and Tucker versus Evil. That was a good one. An amazing horror comedy. Just those, great. Th- those are hard to do. Without well, seeming to me like uh, you're over, trying, yeah. yeah. Um, we didn't even finish the fight there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Try hard. Over, we'll overdoing let, it. We'll let the listeners <laughs> figure out the ending to that. There's two types of people in this world. One that can extrapolate uh, data from incomplete uh, data. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one, when I, when I read the list of Tracy, this one definitely got an eyebrow raise out of her. 2017's Anna and the Apocalypse. I haven't seen that. Never one. seen it. It is a it is a zombie musical. That's probably why. It is fucking fantastic. If you like musicals, if you like theater, it's great. If I, you like zombie movies, it's great. It's, I don't I don't hate musicals. I, I mean, I, I like a lot of musicals, but to, in order to watch them, I have to be in the mood to watch it. I can't just like let's do a musical tonight type of thing. I like both of them, but um, 
I read. No, that I, the combination of them is something I would like. I randomly found it. It was charming. It was fun. And it still had a good zombie. Charming. It was charming. Is one of your New Year's resolutions to. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> 2017's Get Out. I thought Get Out was revolutionary. I thought it was fun. I haven't seen that one yet. I I'm did. a big fan of all of. You don't see a lot of black people yeah. living in horror, is all I got to say. Yeah, huh? These days, yeah, they're they're not the first to go. I did. It this makes me sound terrible, but well, I'm I I got I got a a copy, and it's super exciting a copy of the the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, Suffer the Children, which is a super hard book to find, which I'm so stoked about. And I was reading it last night, and randomly popped out of my mouth. There's a character named Chris, which is an African American athlete, and it just popped out of my mouth randomly. There's like, why is he still alive? I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Whoops. I don't uh, mean to sound racist, but uh, marble tile is better than just porcelain tile. Attaboy. Yeah. Usually when people say I don't mean to sound racist, they're like, well, when you say that, you are automatically sounding racist, But so I didn't sound racist. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to sound racist, but fuck white people. <laughs> um, 2015, The Devil's Candy. I feel like I haven't seen half of your list here. <laughs> yeah. Devil's Candy's great. It's uh, about an artist who is commissioned to do an art piece that's demonic, and his family slowly starts being... Part of his paintings? Being corrupted by a demonic force. Fantastic. Find it on Netflix. Next, 2017's, and we can talk about this one at length, One Cut of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Absolutely great movie. Go back to episode one. (laughs) <laughs> if you want to hear our thoughts on Holy that. Shit. <laughs> was it? That was I think that one. was it. No, episode one or two. Yeah, way back in the day. Followed by another amazing Asian horror movie, 2016 Train to Busan. That was a really good one. Didn't see that one. It was oh, very... It's a zombie. It's, it's, a, it's a zombie horror movie based on a train, like people yeah. being stuck on a train. It's missed in different elements. And it's uh, a foreign film, you said? Yes. Yeah. A Korean, then, Korean yeah, film, then, yeah, and it'll be yeah. good. Oh, so if you good. liked The Mist, I, I think I like this S- one is better than The Mist, but I like same elements. Sierra hey. Mist, but I didn't like when oh they started gosh. adding the flavors. Oh my if, god! If you liked Encino Man, you'll really like Train to Busan. Is what that last comment was uh-huh. like to me. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> I guess at the very end, it's like it's right there. It's right there. I yeah. love Encino Man. Uh, Two thousand eleven. 2011's The Zongas Cabin in the Woods I hated that movie I Uh-oh. absolutely hate it. And that was another hype thing People hyped it up so much And I'm like This is it I liked it once I finally understood it yeah. There's so much in the back That like Like holy shit You guys got a whole library I thought it was fun Until I'd really put my needle to it And realized what it was about And then I I was like Okay I get this I like it better now Putting your noodle to something could get you in trouble. I went there. I didn't get it. Neither did I. We'll tell you when you're older. 2015's Green Room. Absolutely love that movie. It's fucking fantastic. Green Room. I've seen. It's got Patrick Stewart in it. Uh, It's about a group of kids who go to play. They're in a band. They go to play this Nazi. Yes. Yeah. Go to play a Nazi show, and then they get basically kidnapped to a room and they got to find their way out. That's why I don't play Nazi shows. I was, yeah, never I play was Nazi thinking shows. Green Inferno for the longest time. <laughs> like, that's put not... that on my top I was thinking the 16 cellar. terrible movies. <laughs> Isn't uh, the cellar where they, or no, no, the, the safe 
Where they have like the little oh safe room, safe room. Yeah, yeah. with tiny Kristen Stewart do when you, she actually could act. Do you call that horror? I've never seen that one. No, so probably not. Well, all right, 2014's The Babadook. Nice, love The Babadook. Yeah, shows in people who listen to this who are writers or anything like that who write films. That movie has exactly 21 seconds of actual monster in it. You don't need to slam a monster in every single scene to be a good movie. Like, I recently just watched a, a Netflix movie called what was it the Demon Slayer, the Demon Head Slayer or something like that, where the dude just goes around taking heads, and it's just pretty much one main actor and his daughter, and he's. It doesn't ever, ever show any of the fights, but it was kind of encapsulating. You know, he brings back the heads and puts it on the wall and stuff like that and has, like, the stuff that he, I guess, heals his own wounds and stuff. And Yeah, that, that's kind of a topic for another time, but, like, when it comes to writing and stuff like that, sometimes you don't have to show anything. Nope. It's what you right. don't see that's you're, scarier because you, the viewer, are now creating. Yeah, your, your imagination's so much worse than anyone else could Ever but, right. but it's also good to show things at times. Right. But there it's yeah, it's a I think sometimes life. when it does show things, like you get the full effect and you're like and I think half the time it's left with uh disappointment. You're like, Oh that's that's it? That's it. I kinda wanna change my topic to this tonight. Two thousand fourteen's creep. I loved it. Oh yeah. That movie is fantastic. Did you like the second one? Absolutely. Yeah. They loved were, them both. They were that guy, he's I don't know if he's a good actor or <laughs> just a just sick man. Yeah. 2011's Grave Encounters. Another one of those kind of culty s core movies that I enjoyed. Is that... it's the one about the the ghost hunting group that goes to the Yeah, the yep, okay. Is is it when they're in like the RV and stuff like that? No, this is the one where they go to that place and it's haunted and they can't get out of it. Okay. I I did see that one, but I I'm getting it mixed up with um another one. 2015's Hell House LLC. I know I told you guys about that one. I love that one. Did you get a chance to watch it? It's fantastic. If you watch all three of them, the first one makes so much more sense, and it's even better. I need to watch the other two, but yeah, the first one was good. Uh, 2012's VHS. I love anthology horror. It's probably next to found footage, my favorite genre, and the fact that VHS is as well found footage. It's just, it checks all the boxes for me. One thing I really liked about that is like when I first got onto YouTube, or I guess searching YouTube and stuff back in the day, one of the first things I followed was this dude, or these three guys, Matt, Tom, and Rob, or something like that, Matt, Rob, and Tom. They're the one at the, the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that's them. Anyways, they their film got put into that one, so it was like, and they made awesome, hilarious, and awesome, just like creepy-ass shorts and stuff. I, I, I want to check their channel out now again, see if they... What are they? It's like Matt, Tom, and Rob or something like that. Matt, Rob, and Tom. It, it might it, not even be Tom. It's like Matt, Rob. I know Matt and Rob are like the two. Is it, it the, the succubus? Yeah. Yeah. That must have took them a while to think of that name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and last one for the top 15 of the decade is The Host. It's a Shutter exclusive movie. Oh, this is the one that you wanted us to yeah. watch. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's so good. I hope that it was, the trailer doesn't do it justice. Trailer, trailer does sucked. not do it justice it, uh, at all. I don't know. I, I was... I wouldn't say it was up there in my top. I just watched it the other day. I love it. I think it's great. There was, I mean, like, because it didn't show anything, really. I mean, the one of the parts <laughs> that <laughs> I was watching it with my wife and my girls, and, like, the part where they throw the, 
blanket on. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. There's something there. <laughs> I was going to watch it last night, but I typed in HO and then Home Improvement came up instead. <laughs> no. I actually did watch Home Improvement, but Home Improvement's I, great. I was going to watch the host last night, but I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep because I was tired. There's, it's relatively kind of like, what was that? Friended or uh, unfriended, unfriended, whatever. It's kind of like that, but it's, it's a, such a better version yeah. in my it opinion. It looks exactly the same, though. It, it is, like, it, it, is it, it is, but it isn't. I mean, like they utilize a little bit more technology. Like there's one of the girls who's using um, like face recognition type of thing. So I, oh, like, I'm a spoil fi- it. like a filter. <laughs> yeah, type. yeah, that's been done though. I've yeah, seen um, so many other movies that have done that like short films that do that all the time oh it it every every gag you, you'll see in it it's just the quality of which they do it wrapped around the story they're doing it in all right and then we'll quickly speed through my 15 non-horror movies of the decade 2019's the dead don't die i absolutely love that movie it's so great it's so bland dark humor it's never seen it so great so great. We'll sit down and watch it one of these days because this is one of the greatest. Is it like that? Well, what's that one really cool movie? Rubber. It's like uh, <laughs> rubber was on my list, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> and then I'm like, I could probably put something over rubber. Uh, 2019, a movie. Put a rubber over. A movie. Uh, Jeremy has said he's hated multiple times. Once upon a time in Hollywood. I like that movie. I like the twist at the end. I just enjoy it. It was just a. Like I, I know Quentin Tarantino movies, and I love Quentin Tarantino movies, but this one just scenes just seem too long and stretched out. Right for me, like they were unnecessary long, and they weren't very captivating. Right, I don't completely hate the movie. I just think it's his worst. Right. Yes. Well, I guess of his movies. Yes, of his. I'm movies. gonna say like, did you think Little Nicky was cool? His little cameo in there. <laughs> um. So 2019's Jojo Rabbit, loved it. So great. It was uh, the Hitler one that yeah. about the little kid going to train to be a Nazi finds a Jew in his house. I thought that was a Disney movie, Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> no, huh. 2019's The Joker. Oh, yes, hell yes, probably one of the best movies of yes. our lifetimes. You want, you want to talk about somebody that was against that movie, and then I saw the trailer, I'm like, whoa, right? And then I saw the movie, and I'm like, cream. I tried to put as little like Marvel and comic book movies on here as possible because this could have easily been nothing but Marvel movies. And, but I'm like, this one does not count. Like the, just the Joker is fantastic. 2018's, it was a documentary called free solo about a rock climber who climbed uh, a mountain. I can't exactly remember what it was called, but uh, a straight cliff mountain. He did it with no cables. And the whole movie was just building up to him climbing this sheer. And he had to cut off his own arm. Yeah, he got stuck at one time, had to cut his arm off. That didn't happen, but. 127 hours. <laughs> um, 2017's Baby Driver. Absolutely loved it. Edgar Wright, it's amazing. If you haven't seen it. I it, have not seen it. it, it if I'm quiet, I haven't seen it. The awesome thing about the movie is a lot of the action sequences are based on songs. So, like, whenever, like, it will be strong bass sounds, it'll be gunshots. Or if he's squealing around a corner, it will be a drum fill. It's like they match the the song perfectly with the actions of the movie. It just makes it so much better because the driver of Baby Driver, he has to be listening to music while he does it. And it's an Edgar Wright film, so you know it's done 
perfectly. It just it's a fantastical movie, and the soundtrack and the audio design is hands above probably the best I've ever seen in a movie. All right. Uh, 2017's Logan, probably the best comic book movie there's ever been made. Pretty dark. Dark. And gory. Beautiful. If you watch it in the black and white, we have the digital version that comes with a black and white cut as well. It's even better. Do they do it like Sin City style where like blood and stuff is red? Or? I couldn't tell you. I can't see red. Oh, that's right. Oh. I'm sorry. That's all right. Dickhead. Um, <laughs> 2010 Scott Pilgrim versus the World. That was a really fun one. Still, <laughs> All right. So this will be our list anyway. Um, 2019's Uncut Gems. Oh yeah, that with, was good. With Adam that's, Sandler, that's Adam Sandler's best movie. You know, he, I, I I laugh because he's trying to play like like a shyster, but at the end of the day, he's he is a Jew, so it's a really easy <laughs> role for him. That movie gave me so much anxiety from start yeah, to finish. Like yeah. I've never been so uncomfortable watching a movie, but loved it at the same time. So good. Uh, 2013's uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. It's a good movie. I wouldn't. Put it on a pedestal or anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 2010's Inception. I turned I, that one off. I didn't care for it. Dreamplay is usually one of my go-tos. If you can fuck with dreams or time, it's like, nice. That's what? That's where the twist is for me. Right. Justin, wake up. <laughs> is this a dream? <laughs> We're not recording? <laughs> uh, 2017's Thor Ragnarok. Yes. That was, so obvi- that was the best Marvel movie. The comedy that they put into it i think was perfectly timed absolutely i wouldn't put that over deadpool deadpool is not a marvel movie it is no it's not it's it's marvel it's a sony movie yeah Mm -hmm. let's see 2018 sorry to bother you fucking fantastic movie who's in that uh don't know oh okay i don't know names but it's about the guy who works the call center it's got danny glover in it i know that much isn't he too old for that shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's working at a call center. He puts on his white voice, uh, goes up to the top of the, the food chain, and then finds out the company he's working for is making horsemen. Oh. Yeah. Like minotaurs or? Um, like just men with a horse head. So like. So you see lots of giant horse cock in it. The fuck? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sold. Quit uh, uh, your day job. Yeah, 2017's Lady Bird. You guys watch? I thought I was bad for watching. Dude, your list is all like 2017 and up. I'm like, still catching up in the no, '90s, man. There's no classics because it's of the decade. Have you seen the Wiz? But like everything's been like 2017. With Michael Jackson, 19? The Wiz, The Wiz. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't Star Wars Christmas special on here? And then last but not least, 2016 Swiss Army Man. Oh, nice. That was with kind a, of fun with it's, Elijah Wood. It's a his his creator of create more creative I guess projects like horns and uh, Swiss Army man like they're actually really fun and you know like correction these dumbasses meant Daniel Radcliffe yeah when he can let his hair down and be crazy he's fan fucking tastic yeah. well when I get my movie room all set with my new recliner and stuff like that I'll be watching a lot more movies that's like so a I can a modern I, day with more. Um, weekend at Bernie's type of ish. yeah, like he he can fill him up with water and make him float because the guy needs a boat. He and this is we're talking Elijah Wood idiots, all of them. Uh, he can push his back and give him like the karate chop motion like your action figures would had. 
when he needs to cut wood. Like this guy is stuck on a deserted island or stuck in the woods, I can't quite remember. And so he was talking to Elijah Wood. Still, Daniel Radcliffe. Who can talk back about his girlfriend and Elijah Wood. Nope. Would get an erection and he's like, I don't know what's happening. It's fantastic. He just doesn't have, I can like, relate. Yeah. Motor functions. All right, that was my interesting forty-five movies of two thousand ten. You ever uh, check out somebody's like curated list and be like, oh, "Nice, nice, nice," and then like you have certain thoughts or or about like a certain pick. You're like, "What the fuck?" Like that's on there Every out list. of everything. Yeah, yeah. I looked over some like people's top horror lists of the decade, and everyone's like. Hereditary is the scariest movie of the year, and I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Like you, you know shit about this. Those people need to get pink eye, right? That's he can't see pink. <laughs> can you see pink? But if he, he gets pink, pink eye, he can. He's like, oh, so this is what pink <laughs> looks like. This is and what gray eye looks like. Tracy, wipe your butt sweat in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you get rid of anything, right? Just pee on it. Right. So, <laughs> whoa, um, I about knocked you out with my mic, Justin. Ugh. So do we want to do, we'll save your topic for the main one. That way, if we fall asleep, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I almost rivaled him. He's got four pages worth of notes. I had three. But it's like a book. He has it folded, and it's right. tiny it's, font. It has a cover that's page. Like, that's like origami. That's like size one font on that. Right? Yeah, he's using it's, a magnifying glass to read it. I wonder why he had that monocle. Do we want to play my game, or do we want to do my topic first? Let's, let's do, do the topic, and then... What were you going to say, Lonnie? I was going to say game, but... what? Oh, let's, you. let's fuck with what, what Lonnie says and do the topic. Let's play, <laughs> we, we'll let him... We'll, we'll let this just, is kind of his episode. Yeah, it, let's do up. your topic. Okay. What's your topic? So my like? topic, and I, had you, I gave you guys uh, some uh, heads up because you needed to add to it. Oh, yeah. Pet peeves. I got a lot of them. So do I. And uh, uh, I just think that we'll do is we're probably not going to get through all of our lists. We're just going to get through some of it until we feel it's good enough. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go to, around the table and give a one of our pet peeves and discuss it with the other two for a minute or so. But I'm going to start mine off. This one, and some of mine are going to be hard to kind of explain. And um, this one has been a pet peeve of mine for as long as I can remember, and I don't even know why it's a pet peeve, but I hate when people laugh and clap at the same time. It's I, it's annoying. I I don't get it. Like what? <laughs> why would something make you laugh so hard that you clap? Like you're applauding them for like yeah. like way to go. <laughs> and it's like such a sporadic clap too. It's like a. I think using clap to anything though, like when people try to get their point across, they're like, "You need to do this." It's like, why are you clap? Yeah, clapping or laughing with it. I had a uh, a motor sergeant when I was in the military who, like, he thought everything he said was funny, and it was annoying because it wasn't funny. And he would do that laughing and clapping, but like he had no control over his body. I'm gonna have to like <laughs> listen in over the mics here. We'll so, explain to you. Yeah. So he'd be like, "Yo, you know." Do this and do that and whatever. Just fall over everything. Justin, Justin's taking his pants off for those of you that can't see, and he's slapping Lonnie in the face with. It's like if you said something that was just genius on point, and he would just like look at you in the the dead you know dead eye stare type of thing, like that wasn't funny, or like he's mad that he didn't think of it type of thing. It's like, come on. But yeah, he just fall on things. Anyways, laughing and clapping. Uh, My biggest pet peeve is wet socks. 
that's my everyday right now. Like just on your yeah, people, just just that on have me. Wet socks, just like, on me. Just like if I get my socks wet, like get snow in my shoe or step in a puddle and my socks get wet, I I hate it. But to be fair though, I do have OCD, and a lot of my pet peeves people probably won't care about. But OCD is that a streaming service? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think wet socks suck. They just bother me. Usually, when I get wet socks, and this is no lie, I will take them off and throw them away. You can dry them though. Yeah, but wash them and they're, then dry. They're wet. And you, you know what I like hated every summer. My family, when I was younger, we'd go to Adventureland theme park in Des Moines, Iowa. Come on yeah, over yeah. to Adventureland, and we would we would do that. Uh, the raging river, that inner tube thing that you sit in and like you yeah, possibly get like the last part. Like I was always the one that would get, get wet on that ride. No matter where I sat. It's okay. It it's was, cause you really liked I'd it. No, <laughs> but like if you didn't get wet during it, like it would always, the last part was like, you had to go under a little waterfall. So you would get wet, but then my socks would be wet for the rest of the time we're there. Oh, and boy. I mean, it was hot summertime. So like they eventually did dry. But then when you get to the hotel later that night and your socks are still a little damp, you take them out, the bottom of your feet are like ghost white and puny as shit because they've been wet all day. Pruny? Yeah. Pruny. Pruny. They look like prunes. Did you say puny or pruny? They look like prunes or... My feet are that's, my, that's my day every, every day now since it's snow out. I try to dry my... Oh, that's one thing that really sucks is like when you're about to start your day and you put your feet into wet shoes, you're like, oh my God. That's how this day's gonna be. Get a boot warmer. Yeah, I try that. Why you should put them on the van or something. Don't like put that. your your shoes next to the toilet. No. <laughs> I told this you. Put them at the bottom of the steps. Don't piss in your boots. What's your pet peeve? <coughs> One of your pet peeves. All right, boys. Let's let's bring it. Stuff that doesn't have garlic in it. <laughs> <laughs> when you can't make the proper. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> They can't. They can't understand me. Oh, Italians! You're crazy. So my my first one should be the first one because this is serious, All right? Um, Which means it's not going to be. Let's hear it. This guy. All right. Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club. You're messing so, like, with with Lonnie's. This, uh, his sweater. He's, he's wearing his, it right here. His sweater vest he has on that yeah. says Fright Club. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's like, we, people do not, they, you're not supposed to talk about it. That's rule number one. You, you don't talk about it. Here I am talking about it, and yes, I do expect us to go out back, and you guys can have my ass. I probably could have worded that better, but so what? Anyways. The fucking movie's called Fight Club. <laughs> right. But even talking about it, there's supposed to be repercussions. You, what we need is, like, someone to put the brass to the tax and launch a fury of attacks and put you on your ass, you know? See, this is what like, you need to have, like, notes. some repercussions. I know. You know, these people who, who think they can get away with it, you need to put it down on those fools and, and come up on them and be like, a Doyle rules. Like, can we assume everyone on your list is going to be like this, not my, taken seriously? Mine was two words. What sucks? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. All right. But I mean, like, if you don't follow the rules, that's, you can't have nice things, right? He's not even half the way down on the first page. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, this is, these guys aren't taking it seriously. I'm taking it seriously. <laughs> I'm just, your writing sometimes is fucking amazing. 
and your delivery is amazing. Not, but this is not one of those. Times. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm always very <laughs> impressed by what you write. Continue. But Continue. since you guys are also uh, talking about this too, so we, after the podcast, we'll go out and have it out. Uh, that's my first one. Okay. Very good. All right. Well, mine is <laughs> my second one. Are people in public that talk on speakerphone with whoever they are? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> There's a time and a place for speakerphone, and in public around other people is not one of them. I don't care to hear about your problems. I don't care to hear what, like, I don't understand the meaning behind it. Like, why do you have to put, like, you still have to hold the phone, so why not just have it up to your ear? Having it on speaker doesn't make it easier for you. You know, and they also have the the Bluetooth earpieces. You know, if you want to use those, use those. I don't want to hear your fucking person you're talking to and your problems or if you need more carrots or celery, but that's my second one. When yeah. people talk on their phone, I guess, yeah, the speakerphone thing, but then they put it like right here yes. and then they're talking at the bottom of their phone, like really loud. It's like, they just got it all muffled. Like the mm-hmm. phones now have like a really good receptor. You know, like they can pick it up if you're, you know, like like you can have away. it in the back of your pocket and it'd still pick you up perfectly. So that's my second one. My second one is jaywalkers. I'm a big jaywalker. Then I hate you. You can... I actually, what did you need to do to me I, before he curb stomps both I of us? Perf- I will purposely, if someone's jaywalking, not slow down. Not with the intent to hit them, but make them think I'm going to hit them. I think it's, for me, it, like when somebody approaches the street, like if you allow them to go, and then they just like nonchalantly go. It's like, no, no, I'm letting you pass, so fucking with a, with a purpose. Come on, move. It's like, eh. I won't. If someone's jaywalking, I will just go around them. I'm like, fuck you. Human speed bump, huh? <laughs> and then go and reverse over him again. So what was that? Sure. <laughs> and then forward. <laughs> that damn alignment. <clears throat> yeah, oh. fuck jaywalkers. It's not. It's bad in Omaha, but fuck in California. Oh my god. I always feel like the only time I jaywalk per se is when I'm in the old market. But at the same time, it's not really jaywalking because they don't have stoplights down there that tell you to walk or don't walk right but i always feel like i'm <laughs> down like, in the old market when people look both ways to walk it's like it's one it's a one-way one road <laughs> but then again it is downtown omaha so people are kind of yeah it's, i was crazy. gonna say it's it's 2021 now and people can't wear a mask for five seconds and these streets the should be able shop. to go both ways <laughs> that's yeah mm. they're severely underestimating the potential of their roads Justin, what's My, your next right, uh, so elaborate there's piece you put together? Things that, Let's hear this monologue. Like, I don't mind people being in touch with their feelings. I mean, that's cool and all. Like, it is 2021. You should be able to talk about certain things. But, like, when you're crying over certain things, like, there is no crying in baseball. God damn so it. if you're crying in baseball, like, that's that's just not a, it's It's an American sport. You don't even like baseball. I don't hate it. Baseball. <laughs> and let me pass it back. Okay, that was dude. it? <laughs> I could live with that one. I mean, that was fair, yeah. Who's Lou? You guys don't get it because you don't like that movie. Uh, a League of Their Own. So mine, try to explain this. I hate overacting extras in movies that 
overact like none ever, which happens <laughs> a lot. So I tackled the actor once. Sue me. <laughs> no, I just hate like what movie was I watching? The oh, uh, Cobra Kai. I'll use for an example. So there's a part where the kids are fighting in school. And all the other students that aren't involved in the fight come out of their classrooms and they're all standing there and stuff like that. And just like how they're just like, yeah, yeah. And like clapping their hands together and stuff. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. If this was real life, you wouldn't be doing that. Right. You you wouldn't be like acting like a fucking extra in a musical, like how they overact in those. But I mean, uh, Spider-Man, the original Spider-Mans, oh, th- those gosh. are like that too. Like, like that one part where it's just like, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. It's, it, it's just, you know, it takes away from the realism of the movie. Like, yeah, like Spider-Man, like the realism of a, a guy shooting spider webs from building to building. But it's just these these overacting extras. I would rather you stand there and just watch. There's an That's Omaha, more believable. There's an Omaha um, um, actor who is in The Dark Knight and... Uh, do you name Ivan, Ivan Lovegren? If you look at the Dark Knight scene where, is it the Joker comes in and messes up the party, you know, and Ivan, he was the only person with his hands up because they came in with guns and stuff. Everybody else had their hands down. And See, that's kind of a realistic thing, though. But he's like, but, oh, no, he, well, wasn't, he, he wasn't was, overdoing it. If he was it. doing he's, it like that. He's a good actor. But, yeah. Ivan so. in the background. Holy shit! Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, my God, guns! <laughs> Oh my god! That extra's peeing his pants. It's like no, those people. You don't are, get extra, sir. <laughs> like those people who are trying to be on the news or something like that, but you put those in a realistic movie. It's like uh, speaking of that, why are people so like excited to get on the news, like to walk by in the background and so like because you think that somebody's gonna be watching? Like, hey, I know that guy. That's like, Tyrone. Back then, it, I can see the the craze because like, oh, it's TV. I'm on TV, but now you can put yourself. I absolutely hate it. And this is, I know it's hard to say this next thing without sounding full of myself. And trust me, I'm not full of myself. I've been on the news so many times. I am. It's it's every freaking year at Halloween time, I have to be on the news like three, four times because they come to interview me about like what's hot and what's not for the the season. It's just like people are like, did you watch it? No, I don't like watching myself. It's not exciting. So anyways, Lonnie, you're next. Um, I hate, and it's a big pet peeve of mine. People who aggressively prank people on the internet to the fact of hurt them or financially cost them exponential amounts of money. Like calling up raids on Yeah, Twitchers. or people who, like, push people into fountains or steal stuff from them. Like or, the knockout game? and Yeah, all that. I think that's, that's, not, I that's, think just... that's utter bullshit, and that's not funny, and that's not... I, I like people getting pranked. I think it's funny. I think it's humorous if you're doing it in a mature way. But if you're doing it like... If you're running up to people stealing their groceries and running off or pushing old people over or, you know, stuff like that, there's no place for that. That's just you being a prick. Well, and you can thank things like YouTube and TikTok for stuff like that because right. it makes it easier to. I got get attention. Noticed. Like yep. no, no one, no one. Thinks I do you're like cool that. Besides like other that. assholes and dickheads. I do like that when people film themselves doing something and then get arrested for it. It's like absolutely, you're, you're a fucking dumbass though. So or like, eh. or like someone goes up to prank, like some some like smaller female on a sidewalk. And they're like, Haha, I accidentally kissed you. And they turn around and her six foot eight rock of a boyfriend's there. And 
uppercuts their fucking jaw off their head. Those are the best videos to watch. Instant karma. Oh, yeah. right. I can, I can um, go video from video, instant karma videos all day. Like those people, I guess, swerving into somebody else. That's one of my next ones is, I've talked about it uh, on a f- previous podcast, was like bad drivers. People who do not use their turn signal. It's like, you know, or, or do um, illegal turns. Because I have to, every time I'm behind the wheel, it, I always point it out. I think I'm probably just looking for it, but... You know, like I look at my rear view mirror, it's like, oh, okay, you know. And then when somebody turns in, into the, the closest lane and you're turning into your closest lane oh, as yeah. you're supposed to, mm-hmm. but they honk at you, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were going to do an illegal turn. <laughs> you don't cross lanes. You have to signal to get over, move yep. over when safe. I that That's a pet peeve of mine, too. Drives me crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, um, on a side note here, I literally look to see where we were at and we were at one minute or one hour 11 minutes and 11 seconds it was one 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 all the way across the board what the f- i was actually going to take a picture of a cart i saw the other day oh, <laughs> god i see it all the time that's an inside joke from a previous con uh, podcast uh catch up listen us <laughs> nice plug <laughs> anyways i think we'll go around one more time with these pet peeves this is another one it's gonna be hard to explain but i hate Local businesses that you completely do. no, he just did this. Oh, sorry, the, the I car. thought he was just talking about it. No, he said the cars like bad drivers. Maybe you should have quit, yeah, no, playing with your ding dong in the corner. He Listen. can't see his ding dong. <laughs> I can't. That was on my list of being so fat. I can't, <laughs> I can't see my dick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, there goes my next one. <laughs> no, um. No, but local businesses that take a popular song and hire somebody and they write their own lyrics to it. Like, I don't know if it's Paul Gerber, but there's one that plays on the radio all the time right now to that uh, Spin Doctors song um, that Two Princess said, if you want, like, and they hire the hokiest fucking voice singer person. And it's just it's terrible and the the lyrics that they write are such a stretch and i also my biggest pet peeve are and this doesn't have to necessarily be local one businesses but voice commercials that try to be funny like uh like progressive has one right now and it's just like a guy calling to talk to flow on the phone and stuff like that and all of a sudden you hear <sighs> and she's like um what is that and he's like it's my mother I'm here for the holidays, and she's doing what she used to do. She's listening to my phone calls. And then, like, later on, she's like, I think she's back. She's like, nope, that's my dad. Like, it's not funny. Like, stop that shit. What's that one that's uh, right next to your work, the bowling one? Tom Tom Kelly. Yeah. They got, like, a... Tom Kelly's bowling pro They got some good... I mean, like, I like what they do. I just don't really care for the commercials because it's like you are just literally reading it. It's like, that's right, Dad. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's right, Dad. There's no inflection or anything. <laughs> you can go and bowl your brains out. Oh. Say, how do they get the biggest deals on? Well, oh, doing, come on in. To- <laughs> we're doing, just for the hell of it, we're going to do one before we leave today for the boundless pod trap of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Dad. What we have the your- strongest bowling balls on the market. What is your favorite podcast, uh, Lonnie? Is it the boundless heart? <laughs> We're doing that before we leave today. Ha, ha, oh, ha, man. Ha, ha. That's good. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because a radio at work 
broke or, or something wasn't working. So we had to listen to the radio at our work. And that commercial, <laughs> their 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 Christmas commercial played over and over and over. Now that you say that, I'm like, oh man, God. alive. What is, all right, the, the um, fucking one commercial, the, is it Nebraska Diamond and Jewelry or whatever? They repeat the same thing at least like five times before the commercial is over. It's like, come on in to Nebraska Diamond and Jewelry or... It's... Uh, <laughs> I can't tell if they play the same commercial like three times in sequence <laughs> and then it's like, is that, did you just need to fill like a 30 second segment? And Probably. Just, they paid yeah. for all of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so now you're going to start listening to commercials a little bit differently now, local ones. That's oh. right, dad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My, my biggest pet peeve is, uh, that being called a geek or a nerd is acceptable now. Like, I got my ass kicked so many times through middle school and high school and got called a geek and a nerd we obsessively. Can't get, it's only acceptable if you're a attractive female. It's stupid. Do like, you want to be a sexy criminal or a... I'm a nerd. Geek. Oh, I like that. Like, Let me get No, your you're pants. not. You play a fucking video game. You're not a nerd. A nerd is someone who sits and codes on a computer at night or... Hasn't showered in a month and a half, or <laughs> like a uh, you geeks and nerds still get made fun of. That has never changed. What if they you're haven't not showered a, in like not, a month and are sitting at the computer at the local library? Then that person is a nerd. With your pants down. <laughs> yeah, no. I, 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 I see what you're saying because it's just like you guys wouldn't know this, or you shouldn't know this, but going on like a um a dating site and you look at girls profiles and read it and stuff but you said they use i'm a bit of a nerd as a good thing yeah you're a bit of a nerd because you watched fucking the big bang three no no you're fucking not they're, they're a nerd because they're into cosplay and stuff like that no, it's just like no. they do it because they know that the perverts out there are like oh she can dress up in a costume for me and i can do stuff to her that, that is one of the things i guess when it comes to like the english well i guess words just language in particular is like words change over time and it it does suck because it's like well it, you lost all of its meaning or the meaning that it was once is negated it's right. saturated it's something else entirely yeah the nerd you made fun of in high school and a lot of times is that doctor is gonna save your life someday like that's the nerd. Except you made for fun when of. you're on the table dying, he's like, "Oh, you're the one that called oh, me a nerd." Oh yeah, you called me a nerd. That's right. I'm, I'm gonna, sorry. I'm gonna, I can't help you. I'm gonna give you a third tit while you're in there. <laughs> it's gonna be internal, but <laughs> an internal third tit. I'm gonna mm. ask my doctor about that. So if you're internally hard, is it poking up against your heart? Or something? You're gonna have a two inch dick, but when you get hard, the inside's gonna Dude, get erect. There's a movie idea right there. A doctor, <laughs> the internal dick, inverts a guy's penis, turns it the other way, and says, "If you get an erection, you're gonna pierce through your <laughs> your organs." It's the most uncomfortable pain on the earth. See, and he holds up a, a hustler. He's, He's like, like, "No, no, oh, God!" Takes him to a strip club. Why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> And now your wife has internal tits. Ha <laughs> ha. That's the twist at the end. Honey. Oh, look. <laughs> oh. Okay. Part two. Um. <laughs> there we go. Part two. Tit for tat. <laughs> another thing, I, I'm going to just add both of these here. My, one of my biggest pet peeves and another one that I've touched on. Penises. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say something like that. <laughs> So when people don't wash their hands after they use the restroom, that's one I talked about, especially at, like at the theater. It's like you just have all that butter on your junk. And 
Um, <laughs> you know, you just walked right out. Or like at a like if somebody is preparing your food, do you think your hands are clean? You have to touch the door to go out. Like, and sometimes they don't strategically put the garbage can over by the door. So you have to like take the, the napkin out with you, and if they air dry it, you're just getting all that butter on your dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why most theater doors are pushing, not a pull. Well, I like how they they, they just kind of have like the mini maze through, like you have to go around the corridor type of thing, like right. doop, doop, and you're in. But then that's kind of bad because usually when I go in there, I'm like, let me, I have to prepare preparation here. He's taking his pants off. <sighs> So when I go into like a theater that doesn't have a Thor, or a Thor, a Thor, <laughs> <laughs> a door, uh, I try to like, you know, so you hear me from the inside. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you, know, you know, you have a fart sound effect. <laughs> Do You've it? done it so many times, but you're going more, fucking low key in 2021 that's now. CGI, man. This is practical. Yeah, practical effects. Practical effects is, is more quality there. You know what they do have on bathroom doors now? The little step, but it's a heavy-ass door, and you can't even open it, yeah. so you have to use a handle. Maybe you should work on leg day rather than trying to get those vanity muscles. Every day's leg day for me. I have to walk longer than a Proclaimer song, song every single day. I don't know why I'm giving him shit. I carry Mox for like two minutes, and I'm like, take him. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan got new legs. So, but, yeah. And my, my biggest pet peeve is, oh, my God, I get, when people bite their fork— we're about to have lunch right after this, um, so don't do that. Okay, we're having, it's just bite your fork. We're having you, sloppy joes and cornbread. Oh, we're going to use a fork. But yeah, like the when people bite their ancestors. fork, I've had people. <laughs> I've had people. Uh, I've went out with like to dinner or something like that. One of my coworkers from a previous job, like man, he gets into it. Like he, you're clamps, making my teeth hurt. Clamps onto the fork and pulls it straight out. I'm like ah, like I I, I get. The urge to like next time you put that fork in your mouth, I want to punch it into the back of your throat type of thing. Like, and I'm trying to walk the path of peace, but you're making me walk the path of pieces. It's not. It's not. It's not kosher for me. <laughs> what the fuck does that look like? <laughs> you like, had me until that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, it's like nails on a chalkboard, and nails on a chalkboard doesn't do anything for me. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, those are our pet peeves. Um, let's play a game. Okay. So you guys are going to need to write some things down. I gave you that paper, but you guys are also going to need to write your answers down on a piece of paper so you can't change them. I feel like oh, this what is What are these to... pieces of paper for? Those are two. I'll explain. I'll explain. What if I ate my pieces of paper? Then, then you're a goddamn liar because I see them right there. Not all of them. So... This is what we're doing. This is a different game than I had planned uh, because of a computer not working. I did not get the chance to do it. The original game we were going to play was I was going to have three songs overlapped and the one track, and you would get to listen to it for 10 seconds, and you'd have to pick the three songs that you hear. But because the computer lost its capability to put out volume, I wasn't able to do that. So this one is going to be a little different. I'm not as excited with it. I'm oh, changing it up on the spot. I so, like that. Um, oh, this wasn't on the spot kind of type of thing. So what I'm going to do, this is going to kind of be like Jeopardy. So I took quotes from movies, and I'm going to tell you right now. Peanut loves Uncle Jeopardy. Buck and the Great Outdoors are not an answer. So, And A League of Their Own is not an answer. Um, Jury duty. So I'm going to read a quote from a movie. Okay. 
and I'm going to do it in kind of like a monotone, off-pitch type of voice. So you're um, going to use your normal voice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and me doing that probably really isn't going to make a difference, but I just think it would be kind of fun because it's an audio podcast. You guys will, you, you're each going to start with 100 points. Okay. You will wager on your pieces of paper that I cut. You will write down your wager. You have to wager at least 10 points per quote here. Okay. I have 10 quotes, 10 points at least. You can do more than that if you want to, if you feel good with it. And if you get it wrong, you will get those points deducted from the points you have. If you get it right, you'll get them added on. After the 10 rounds, we're going to do a final Jeopardy type of thing. Okay. Where you guys will do your wagering. Now, it's very important that you don't let your opponent see your answer. And it's very important that your opponent does not see what you wagered. Do you have I'm, a, I'm going to, you guys, after you write down your do you have answers a red pen? And, your, and your wager. No, I don't. He can't see it if I write it in red. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I get it. So you will write your answer down so the other doesn't see, and you will write what you wager, and you will slide it face down over to me, and I will be the only one that knows. So we are going to start with the first one here. He looks like a dungeon master over there with all the... Now, and you're not stopping me. You're letting me read this completely. Read the full thing, got it. Okay. So points has to be 10? At least 10 or could be more. Okay. Depending on how you feel. All right, so number one. He walked a little taller that day, and we had to tip our hats to him. He was lucky she hadn't beat the crap out of him. We wouldn't have blamed her. What he'd done was sneaky, rotten, and low. And cool. Not another one among us would have ever in a million years, even for a million dollars, have the guts to put the move on the lifeguard. He did. He had kissed a woman, and he had kissed her long and good. We got banned from the pool forever that day. All right. <laughs> you have... About 20 seconds. Jeez. Let me no see your wager. Just... My throat's going to be sore if I keep doing that. <laughs> I have a voice modulation. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, damn it. All right. Oh, your time is up. Let me see your wager. Oh. Okay. So, Lonnie, we're going to start with you. Okay. What was the movie? The Sandlot. Correct. Your answer, Justin. I, I have to see it written down to know that you didn't change it. The Sandlot too, it was, and I put the stand. All right, so let me add up here. All right, so number dose. We don't even get to know if we were right or not. I said yeah. The Sandlot was correct. Oh, okay. You didn't speak into the mic, so he didn't catch any of that. It was just empty audio. All right, so here is number two. Our black audio, if you will, Lonnie. That was for you. <laughs> I work my way from place to place, you know. Tramp steamers and such, but I won my ticket on here in a lucky hand of poker. A very lucky hand. I got everything I need right here with me. Got air in my lungs and a few blank sheets of paper. I mean, I love waking up every morning and not knowing what's going to happen or who I'm going to meet, where I'm going to wind up. Just the other night I was sleeping under a bridge and now here I am having champagne with you fine people. What movie was that from? All right. That is that. So, Lonnie, what's uh, your answer? I took a shot in the dark and said the jerk. You are incorrect. I said Titanic. Titanic is correct. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Hope you wagered big, big boy. Number three. 
Because yesterday I walked out of the joint after losing four years of my life and you're cold decking teen beat cover boys. Because the house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes, the house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big and then you take the house. Who said it? Or actually, what movie is that from? And again, you can write down your wager and your answer on the piece of paper. That was me. Lonnie is now in. Just in case. Lonnie is incorrect. You don't know that. Um, All right, Lonnie, say what your answer was. Uh, rounders? Nope. Casino. You were the closest, but that is still incorrect. The answer was Ocean's Eleven. Oh, boom. Danny Ocean said it to Brad Pitt. Rusty. Number four. Ooh, you were doing that voice. Like, when you do that voice, all I think of is Dax Shepard. See, and that's why I'm doing the voice, because I feel like it <laughs> might throw you off a little bit, so... Do you have any Dak Shepard lines in there? I can tell you right now, no. Oh, fuck. So number four, reality isn't father knows best anymore. It's a kick in the face on a Saturday night with a steel toe grip work boot and a trip to the hospital all bloodied and bashed for reconstructive surgery. But what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, right? What movie was that from? I can only imagine what your wife Tracy is thinking because <laughs> all she hears is me every couple minutes yelling monotone um i need a realistic point you have you can only you didn't specify you can only wager what you uh, uh, you can't go over a hundred okay then that's what i want to no less than 10 no more than 100 i I wagered three million and i will apologize i did not specify that because you guys actually don't know what your points are that you have right now (laughs) so we can't go three million in the hole then then i won't do the max points (laughs) okay so, uh, boys, explain Go ahead. your answers. I, I said the cable guy. Oh. Which is correct. Oh, I said Barney's Grand Adventure. Which is not correct. It was close, though. So after uh, this next round, number five, we're halfway through, I will show you individually what each of you have so you can then wager. Um, no, we're not going to do that. That's just going to confuse it. <laughs> it's Okay, so number five. Before the final round, you will know everything that you have, though. So we can only wager up to 100. Up to 100, no less than 10. I'm sorry. I should have specified that at the beginning. Rats. All right. So number five. Now, you may think you see a grease-painted performer sitting before you, but trust me, I'm not here to brighten your dismal day. I'm here to end your miserable life. You know, all in all, you've had a pretty good run, but deep down inside, you must have known it all had to end somewhere. My lovey now. What movie is that from? And I know Lonnie's got it. <laughs> I can just tell. Going on a hunch here. Have I seen this one? Do you know what? I'm pretty sure you have. I, I haven't seen that, what I guessed. Well, Lon, I will have Justin, we'll have you say yours first. I probably should have picked like a Rob Zombie one. <laughs> should but, uh, you very well should have. I said, uh, I said the Joker. Which is incorrect, Lonnie. It you was wanna... 31. All right. Have you seen 31? I'm pretty sure you have. I feel like I shut it off because it was crap. It's well, <laughs> it, 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 you would have seen this part, though. Yeah, this is the very, very literally first. the monologue at the beginning. It's it's actually good. It's a little slow. It takes a while to get going. but You have to watch it a couple times. All right, so this one is um, Justin. That's what, you, that's what you have. Hey, put another okay. one. <laughs> okay, so number six. The part of the story I don't like is that the little boy gave up after looking for happy after an hour. He didn't put posters up or anything. 
He just sat on the porch like a goon and waited. That little boy has got to think. You've got a pet. you got a responsibility. If your dog gets lost, you don't look for an hour and then call it quits. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. Lonnie's already got it in my hands here, so he must feel pretty confident. Man, Justin, I thought these would have been easy for you. I know this is the wrong one because I know the names of these ones, but fuck. Never mind. Whatever. Just because you wrote this answer down after I, the last thing was you find that fucking dog, and yeah. then this is your answer. Tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everybody. That was a brutal movie. Because I mean, we touched a little bit on it. Homeward Bound. <laughs> <laughs> is incorrect, Lonnie. It was Billy Madison. <laughs> that is correct. Happy the Clown. Happy are the penguin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this one's a little bit uh, longer, so here we go. All right. I know that, Mr. Man. They also called them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. Anyway, my favorite was Rocket Man. And once it was a no-breaks chapter, the bad guy stuck him in a car on a mountain road and knocked him out and welded the door shut and tore out the brakes and started him to death. To Started him to his death. And he woke up and tried to steer and tried to get out of, but the car went off a cliff before he could escape. And it crashed and burned. And I was so upset and excited. And the next week, you better believe I was first in line. And they always start with the end of the last week. And there was Rocket Man trying to get out. And here comes the cliff. And just before the car went off the cliff, he jumped free. And all the kids cheered. But I didn't cheer. I stood right up and started shouting. This isn't what happened last week. Have you all got amnesia? They just cheated us. This isn't fair. He didn't get out of the cock duty car. What oh. movie is that from? Oh, I was right. Now I just have to add another number. <laughs> I'm thinking, though, you turned it in overzealous. So I, feel I like turned I'm... it in overzealous because I was like, I, I don't think I'm right, but I'm going to put it in. And I had my hand on it, and then... And then you said the last word, and I'm like, oh. So I'll let it slide this time, but if you turn it in before I'm done, whatever's on there has to stay. Well, I would have got it right regardless. But now you got a bunch of ones. I did. <laughs> Just because the cock of duty is what gave it away. All that's right. what I That's what I was going off Justin, to. man, you are. Yeah, I got it. Struggling to So touch. what was yours? Mine was Backdoor Bros 3. <laughs> Thank you. Lonnie, do you want to tell him the right answer? It was misery. Oh, I was close. See, I was really close with a lot of these. I just read that book a while ago. Backdoor Bros 3? Yeah. They made a book form out of that? They did. It was super erotic. But no, like, I was like, oh, man, this sounds so familiar. I'm just going to write misery and I'm going to lose 10 points. And I started sliding it up. And then he said cockamamie. And I was like, I'm right. All right. Number eight. You need to start catching up here, Justin. I will not rest until I have you holding a Coke, wearing your own shoe, playing a Sega game featuring you, while singing your own song in a new commercial starring you, broadcast during the Super Bowl in a game that you are winning, and I will not sleep until that happens. I'll give you 15 minutes to call me back. What movie is that from? Hmm. Now, since you don't know your points, I will still let you wager 100. That's the max, even if you don't have 100. So... I just lost it all. <laughs> Am I right, though? You are. 
just can't think of the title of it. I said the one with Tom Cruise. And Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Jerry Maguire. Show me the money! All right. Since you didn't wager much. Um, no, no, it's fine. I'm going to take it away. I'm not going to give it to you. But uh, Justin was correct with Jerry fucking Maguire. Yeah, the whole time my brain's going, show me the money! <laughs> I'm like, what? It, that's not the name of the fucking movie. All right, here we go. Number nine. I got laid off when they closed the asbestos factory. And wouldn't you know it? The army cuts my disability pension because they said that the plate in my head wasn't big enough. What movie is that from? I thought this would have been the easiest one. Both of them are looking at the ceiling like they're in a comatose state. Keep my wieners low just in case. Your wieners low? Yep. Joke answer. <laughs> All right, well, boys, explain your answers. Or give your answers. I said Nate's fun day out. Oh, that's a good one. Incorrect. I said full metal jack off or jacket. Which is also incorrect. The correct answer was Cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, I wouldn't. It's been a very long time. I gotta see. That's one thing I've been wanting to revisit is a lot of those old National Lampoons. They had some really good ones. What was that road trip one? Is it National Lampoon's road trip? Yeah, that was like one of my favorite ones. It was good. I remember National Lampoon's Last Resort Vacation with Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. Okay, the last one before we go to the final Jeopardy. Okay, number ten. You gave me life. You gave me milk. You gave me courage. Your name was Angela, the angel from heaven. But you were also an angel of God, and he needed you too. Selfishly, I tried to keep you here while the cancer ate away at your organs like an unstoppable rebel force. But I couldn't save you, and I shall see your face nevermore, 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 until we meet in heaven. What movie is that from? <laughs> just hearing my voice read it like that is stupid. <clears throat> you got it. I'm just kidding. All right. I said the Green Mile. Incorrect. Yes. I said Patch Adams. Which is also incorrect. The correct answer, Robert De Niro and Meet the Parents. Never seen it. Do you, Robert De Niro? That's the new Uncle Buck. Yeah. All right, so we're going to Final Jeopardy here. Justin. Sir. This is what you have. Bump it up. Bump it up. <laughs> Lonnie. It's closer than I thought it was going to be. Lonnie, this is what... You have. Okay. So for this one, you can wager nothing, all of it, More of or it. just a little bit of it. And this one, you will have to give me not only the name of the movie, but the two characters that say it. Nice. That narrows it down. The character names or the actors? I will take either or. Okay. So here we go. Look at those nipples. They're like little baby toes. It's just not fair they get to flaunt that stuff, you know? And, like, I have to hide every erection I get. Just imagine if girls weren't weirded out by our boners and stuff and just, like, wanted to see them. That's the world I would one day want to live in. You know what I do? I flip my boner up in my waistband. It hides it, and it feels awesome. I almost blew a load into my belly button. What are the two characters, and what movie is it from? Everything's on the line here. This is life or death. One of these men is not going to make it home today. I bet I know which one. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know what he's been wagering. I said the not making it home today. Oh, oh, that's true. One of these men might be at home. 
it much longer. I can't even think of the name of the movie, but... But you know the characters? I feel like I do. Very interesting. Okay, gentlemen, I need your uh, things here. All right. I didn't have a legit answer. Mine's not going to be legible, but I will read it to you. In his own language. It's all in hieroglyphs. That's fucked up. All right, so, uh, Justin, let's start with you. I can't think of the name of the movie, but I remember they're talking about breastfeeding, and they're looking into the other room, and I thought it was Seth Rogen and maybe James Franco. Uh, you were close. Those are not the names. The names, but... It is an actor who works with uh, They them. were in that movie. Yeah. Oh, but, then I'm way off. I said Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I did not get any of that. But we were chicken <laughs> I said Harold Kumar, and I put White and put their names. Is it, uh, is it Ant-Man? Um, Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd. No. Who said it? Who so, said it? So the movie was super bad. Super bad. Ah, um, damn it. And uh, that was actually my original thought was, uh, what's his name? Fat dude who got skinny, who got fat. Uh, who said that to... Uh, what's his bucket? Yeah. Jonah Hill. Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. All right. So the final score was Justin. You had 70 points. <laughs> I thought you said it was close. Because <laughs> I wanted to mess with you so you might wager more. <laughs> and Lonnie with 547. So Lonnie is our winner. So he has now got three wins. And oh we have two I was fucking two. stressing out. I'm, I'm like, oh man, it's close. He must have been wagering high on That's the That's exactly why I said it because I wanted it to mess with your mind. Well, this you guy. did a good job. Why do you always job? insist on playing with our feelings right. like this? So was that a fun game, guys, or stupid? No, that was pretty fun. You think our relationship is a game? I think you'd need so, to, like, give us a little bit more time. No, because that makes it stressful for you. The thing that people, the listeners don't know is, like, a lot of that dead space that is on here, cut out. it's all cut out. So it looks like we're just giving answers after answers. Like, oh. Yeah, like, we're oh, smarter than we actually are. are. But there's are lots of us, like, scooting away from our mics going, fuck, fuck. Yeah, how fast fuck, are those fuck, guys fuck. writing? The best part is watching you guys, like, trying to think, like, <laughs> staring up at the ceiling. All right, so Lonnie, you've now taken uh, the lead. Three, two, two. Tell me what you want to do to me, Daddy. Oh, so basically, Lonnie, if you labor. if you win if you win Justin's game, you're automatically going to get punished. What do you mean? I, I'm not going to get punished. Yeah, I'm if gonna, you win, if I win, I win. No, the losers punish the winner, so it's fair. So you still win. A bullshit. <laughs> but if I win. I'll go back on that statement. And well, no, I do what you automatically. Thinking. I'm automatically safe now. Not necessarily, unless we all tie. No, we can. That could happen. Double up the fun. We could, if we tie, we go another round until. Well, yeah, like so, I can't lose right now. But it depends on which one of us. I feel is like this lose. is going to be like an ongoing bill and Ted. Both of us like, don't get punished. Just one. Three person. out of no, five. No, no, I get that. But as of right now, five out of seven. As of right now, I I feel pretty safe. You do, unless. You're not gonna throw you, it. Don't you, don't you roll your eyes like you're gonna you, throw the game. Unless you lose to me, there's always. I'm not gonna lose to you. I've never once lost to you. I always tie to you. He thinks he's superior than you. I'm gonna go take a restroom break while you guys. Are you really uh, taking a restroom break? No. Oh, okay. Well, well I am now. Well, let's get to your topic. I got my man diapers on. So <laughs> okay, the man person. I smell the ammonia. So. My topic, I kind of want to give you guys a little bit of brief history and aperture oh, into something shit. a little bit more. <laughs> Archetypes times two. <laughs> I didn't uh, electric boogaloo. I didn't feel you guys quite understood it the first time. Yeah. So, no, this is closely. I will walk out. I will walk out. <laughs> this is closely perpendicular fied into 
um, like the Boy Who Cried Wolf, but it has like a history that I wanted to slap on top of it. That way you can get a little bit of an understanding as far as... I hate when he uses the word history. Yeah. So... You know that story's made up, right? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> now, uh, here's a little, a short educational oh, piece before you dive into the darker stories. Yeah. So the history. There's a, a guy named uh, Baron uh, Munchausen. He was a fictional nobleman based off of real life dude from the mid 1700s. His real name, the actual guy's name was uh, Hieronymus Karl Frederick Friar von Munchausen. Before so he was, uh, before we get into this, this is an actually serious question. Are you covering it all like the actual Munchausen disease? Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with Munchausen. No. All right. Um, so, anyways, there was the author, the German writer. The he was kind of a con artist, if you will. Um, he heard about the real life guy. The fucking pyramids. Kids. And he was, yeah, exactly. And he was in. Co- I don't want to say cahoots, but like he he frequent the actual Munchausen dudes like parties. So where this guy would would he was kind of an entertainer, uh, a military man who had stories that he would bring back from uh, certain wars and whatnot. But he, the author, made like these little tabloids, and the Munchausen, the actual guy, had a little bit of a beef, in a sense. But it wasn't necessarily wrong. Like there was, uh, I'll just get into. It. So these stories were intentionally comical, such as first-person views of riding on a cannonball, traveling to the moon, uh, various militant stories and adventures. They were extremely outlandish. I mean, obviously not real life type thing. If you ride on a Cannibal back in the 1700s. That's your that's your ass. Cannibal rides you. Like, <laughs> why are you looking at me like that? I was waiting for a response. Anyway, like that's what she said. But in defense of the the writer guy, uh, the real Baron Munchausen had he he studied with Munchausen. So yeah, like I said, that they they knew each other. He was kind of a storyteller himself. He was he wrote for different things, and then when he met this guy, he just kind of like, ooh, I'm gonna put this one in my pocket. I'm gonna. You know, profit off of this guy. So Munchausen, the actual Baron Munchausen, he would host dining parties. And, you know, a lot of people would come to these. It's very distinguished parties and whatnot. So the writer, Rudolf Rasp, he pretty much stole those stories and then embellished them. So the character is not too popular here in the States, but he is well known in Europe still today. Uh, Germany, Deutschland. Uh, he is the source of inspiration for many memorials, museums, and today medical conditions, as Lonnie was kind of suggesting. So a review from one of Raff's first books goes as follows. This is a such satirical production calculated to throw ridicule on the bold assertions of some preliminary de- uh, declaimers. If rant may be best fold at its own weapons, the author's designs is not ill-founded, for the marvelous has never been carried to a more whimsical and ludicrous extent. And for me, like, I'm a huge fan of, like, the Onion News and just, like, taking actual things and making it satire, primarily, like, poking fun of oneself, like the characters of, like, Leslie Nielsen's mini portrayals, like, in Naked Gun and uh, even Steve Carell in, like, The Office or uh, Get Smart stuff like that so today we're going to string this into the main topic here um the next rung of this ladder is the fdig or fdis sorry due to the character of munchausen often conflating his stories lying if you will to entertain a crowd and the legend that ensues afterwards it's roughly all about seeking attention so 
the disease I'll explain a little bit further here. So FDIS is also known as Munchausen syndrome. It means fictitious disorder imposed on self. And it's actually a lot more common than a lot of people think. It, it mainly feign diseases, psychological trauma to draw attention, sympathy or validation. Um, it's a telltale sign of those who love to play victim, which is very common, common today. Yeah. yeah. Like we live in an era that is just victimhood. Who is the most victim? And basically everybody I know. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is like being a victim today means that you can benefit off of things, uh, whether it be relational attention, financial, anything. Right. We all know and experience people who have done that for their own. Yeah. Once or twice. Or do we? I mean, we don't know anybody here personally who do that. Who would do that? So you have um, uh, hypochondriasis, which is more um, uh, worrisome in nature. And then you have somatoform disorders, which is more of a mental disorder. But that manifests as physical symptoms that suggest illness or injury. Hypochondriacs can become somatic because the stress and worry can prohibit natural functions. But yeah. fictitious disorders like Munchausen syndrome are a lot more distinct. It's a psychological need to be filled by assuming the role of a patient yeah. or in the care of a caregiver. Yeah, it's, hypochondriasm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, no, no, but go. hypochondriasm is more convincing yourself you right. have it, where Munchausen is more convincing other people that right. you have it. And some people don't even know that they're doing it unless, well, I mean, they do, but they don't. Right. It's like it's not necessarily the main objective yeah munchausen's more trying to get sympathy from people and hypochondriasm's just a, a way of just trying to stay safe or something. Yeah. yeah or even convince yourself that you're you're dying yeah. there's no it hypochondriacs are solely on their own health their own safety right whereas munchausen is mainly on validation right it's causes are assumed to be past trauma or even hereditary like depression which I think it can kind of bring a lot of pause towards certain things. Like studying this, I've kind of looked back on certain family and even friends. I'm like, holy crap, like that's totally like I have somebody right now who's trying to do some stuff. And it's like, yeah, we'll get into that. Hold on. So I want to get to the FDIA, the fictitious, meaning to manufacture, to employ by itself. Uh, it's a disorder imposed on another, formerly Munchausen syndrome by proxy. So yeah, that was FDIS doing it on self, FDIA doing it on another person. Um, it's usually uh, shortened to just Munchausen syndrome or Munchausen. Um, it's a mental illness in which person acts as if an individual he or she is caring for has a physical or mental illness when the person is not really sick. It's a malingering at its finest. Uh, FDIS seeks attention and comfort. FDIA seeks attention or desired outcomes such as compensation relief from duty or work. I know a lot of people who try to just make something up so they try to get it. I mean, everybody has done that at one point or another, whether it be an event. Um, I do have somebody at my work right now who I think a lot of people think is just bullshit. So since 1965, 55 years ago, out of just under 800 confirmed cases of Munchausen by proxy were recorded in the Medline database, and 98% of those were, were female, 96 of those numbers were the victim's actual mother. That's oftentimes the case, is mothers do this mostly. Uh, there are a few fathers, and, and like, man, just like researching this, looking up certain videos and stuff, man, it, it'll piss you off. Like, I was watching... One, where people were putting cameras in hospitals to because they can't necessarily figure out what's going on. And these 
parents would suffocate their kids so they can like you know stop crying and maybe fall asleep or something like that to, to just render them unconscious and man it's like it's really fucked up like you want to just climb into the screen and beat the crap out of them it's like you're seeing like these little legs just kicking and stuff like they're they're struggling it's 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 a rough watch i don't recommend it well there's a lot of munchausen parents out there as well who will give their their children narcotics and and drugs and poisons so that their children are constantly sick so it's like oh feel bad for me because my kid is sick my kid's always sick i can't go out because my child's sick my child has this feel bad for me because my child's sick they're such pieces of shit that they can't physically harm themselves that's kind of like so the do it to their kids. That's kind of like in the movie The Sixth Sense. Yeah. It? The, the, yeah, the, the little girl. Nurse or whatever. She's Was it bleach or something like that? Yeah, she's, she kept putting it in like her food and stuff to right. keep her sick. Right. Yeah, and but in real life, that happens so often. It's fucking pathetic. Right. And I think if like if you have issues with your, you know, in life, like, and if you feel like you need to harm, I don't recommend harming yourself, but don't harm other people. Like, Absolutely it's, not. It's really fucked up. I personally consider Munchausen by proxy to be one of the heinous acts anybody can do. It's an innocent child, and it's usually an infant, you know, a toddler or somebody who is just, they don't know any better. And you're being the life that brought the person into the world. You um, you look to the your parental figure as the person who's supposed to save you. Right. And lots of times it's the one who's might end up killing you. Uh, what did I write down here? So bring a life into the world and then subject them to unnecessarily hospital visits, needless operations, and even many events actually result in death. So there are a few cases I wanted to touch on. So we're climbing up this little ladder here. I want to peer into a few windows here. The first window, uh, we're going to talk about Hope Ibarra. She started a sort of FDIS into, into FDIA. She was, I, I don't know if she was a medical professional, but she worked in a, an environment where she had medical, like she was enabled into, into something like that. It, it was roughly medical. She scammed many out of donations by making a story for herself, claiming she was on a third relapse of cancer. All the arrangements made, casket, burial plot, like she had a website pretty much made and yeah, she was just accepting donations. She was married at the time and, even kind of fooled her husband for a while because she shaved her own head and it was it was popular. She attempted a mild Munchausen by proxy with her second child, falsifying cerebral palsy, putting her in braces. Luckily for that child, they seemed to miraculously heal upon the birth of their third child, which sucks for that third child because she had pretty much all the reins. She was at home alone. Her husband was working. She used the infant girl to scam others through fundraisers, which raised over 100000 Terminal cystic fibrosis was one of the diagnoses that she personally diagnosed her infant with. The infant underwent four years of surgeries, pokes and prods, therapies and tests, needles, excessive surgeries. So Hope Yubar was known to have access to certain pathogens from her job, like I was mentioning. And so a pathogen is pretty much like a germ or an organism that can produce a disease. It develops and it's like a bacteria that just replicates itself. So it's, a, it's an infectious agent. Uh, her daughter ended up with contracting a number of those, which she shouldn't have been, especially in care of a hospital. She's currently serving 10 years and should be out about now. 10 that years, was, that's it? Yeah. This was back in 2010 when she was sentenced. So I'm proud to say that since her arrest, that infant daughter has made a, a recovery. She should be about 16 years of, of age right about now too. 
Uh, let's peer over to the next window. So we have Blanca Montana. Montano. Uh, she was a 21-year-old mother poisoning two of her kids, kind of like the last one, but she took two of them in, and they were both tested and found E. coli, which you can kind of get from fecal matter. <clears throat> uh, her son recovered, but the infant daughter got worse. Every time the mother was left alone at the hospital, it seemed to the, the daughter's conditions were worsened. They would be able to stabilize the daughter's condition, and then again and again, and then they... She was one of the cases where they did put a secret camera into that hospital. And the fucked up thing with that is, is like she did know that there was a camera in there. She even was known putting like a piece of cotton over the camera lens and then administering something. A few of the procedures that were administered to the that daughter, the infant daughter, were bone marrow biopsy and laparoscopic surgery, which bone marrow biopsy is where they can anesthetize the surface area, the the like the skin, but I'm not sure if they use anesthesia for the infants since they're like under a certain age. <clears throat> but you cannot anesthetize the bone. And laparoscopic surgery is when they cut open the stomach to feed a camera through. So they're pretty much just mutilating a baby for no reason. And being the mother, you're pretty much allowing this just for your own attention. I think it was said for her that her husband didn't give her enough attention, so she was mutilating her baby for this. It's I hate when, when parents weaponize their kids for the relationship of the other, even if they don't want anything to do with them. So it took about five days when they when they put a secret camera in there for them to find out that she was harming her own child. She was even caught on video contaminating her five-month-old daughter intravenous lines with shit, which caused her to contract six to nine infectious diseases. Jesus. She was putting shit in her in her stomach too. So in the case of Montano, she was purposely trying to set off the IV lines, um, and she was sentenced to 13 years, and then seven months old did also survive, too. One of the more darker rooms I want to peer into is Lacey Spears. This is probably one of the more popular ones. Her and another woman, I think they both got, like, Netflix specials. I haven't seen any of those, but I'm familiar with these from, like, old podcasts from, like, a few years back. So Lacey Spears, a young Alabama mama. Yeah, she was frequenting the hospital since the birth of her son. She needed the attention bad that she created a whole blog to her son Garnett's health for five years until she pretty much killed him with table salt back in 2014. And his death was due to high amounts of sodium through his stomach line as well. Some of these parents, they go out of their way to try to implement some sort of feeding tube so they have control of what they eat or don't eat. And there's not necessarily anything wrong with them. And they shop around, so... If one doctor says, oh, there's no reason for this, they'll just go to the next doctor and the next until somebody's like, okay, you know, and you'll, you'll have paperwork by then saying like, I went to this doctor and they suggest this and uh, like, they can't do that here. So they'll do that here. And the doctor would just sign off on it and do it. And since it's an infant child, they just perform it. Yeah. So she made up uh, all these stories on like the blog. Um, her baby's daddy, Blake, was a police officer who was killed just before the birth of the baby baby Garnett, but he miraculously returned to life to reassume his, his duties as a police officer with no recollection of having fathered a kid with this woman. So that's weird. Or maybe she just lied, uh, supposedly to protect her son from the actual dad, who was a great father to another child with no knowledge of baby Garnett. She made up the story of the dad being a police officer. Her family didn't even know. They're like, who the hell is this guy you're putting on the on this blog? And we didn't even know that you were in a relationship with this guy. 
but I don't know how short-lived the relationship with the actual dad was, but he was known to have fathered another child and was an awesome dad. She just didn't want her son to think that his dad was a deadbeat or anything. It's like you don't even, yeah. You didn't bring the receipts. Back to Garnet. It was actually never proven that he was sick at all, yet they went through all these little surgeries and feeding tubes and stuff. His first hospital visit was a fly-in due to severe dehydration from high sodium levels. 23 hospital visits in her first year due to her own blog. So take that with a grain of selenium. Uh, <laughs> no, parents like these, yeah, like they said, they, they shop around. Um, videos did show interviews that she insisted on having a feeding tube so she can have direct control. She moved into the community called a fellowship. Lonnie, you might consider the slight cultish. There's a lot of people who do that. And uh, there was another video of a woman carrying her own child. But I guess Lacey, I guess she was claiming that kid as her own too. And somebody questioned the girl and her kid. It's like, oh, yeah, that's Lacey's baby. And she's like, what? No, this is my kid. Like, no, no. Uh, she moved into the community called the Fellowship. Uh, she complained he wouldn't eat, but in the presence of others, they said that he couldn't stop eating. Um, she's currently serving 15 more years on a 20-year sentence to life and second-degree murder, first-degree manslaughter. The life charge is questionable because of the judge's judgment of her suffering from Munchausen by proxy. And that was back in 2015. So the last window, this one I'm a little, I don't necessarily know what to think because all of the buildup that has came after it. So D.D. Blanchard, I think, do you, are you familiar with D.D. Blanchard mm -hmm. and Gypsy Rose Blanchard? Gypsy Rose sounds familiar, Gypsy but Rose, not Dee Dee. Yeah, Gypsy Rose is the daughter, D.D. is the mother. D.D. is the name that she has gone by, her, I think it's like Claudestine or something like that. I didn't actually write that one down. So... Mother of Gypsy Rose, at 24, the dad of Gypsy Rose was a 17-year-old. I don't know if they were actually married, but he remarried later. He was trying to be in the child's life, but again, when the mother is there all the time, 24-7, having full reign over what's going on, um, and being a 17, 18-year-old by this time, because she was making up all these diseases or something like that, it's like, I don't think he's knowledgeable enough. I mean, he was just a 17, 18-year-old guy trying to have some fun. At three months, Gypsy, uh, she started to make hospital visits due to Didi's own diagnosis of sleep apnea. Tests never gave anything conclusive. She pressed that Gypsy had chromosomal disorder, and the dad's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. I don't blame the dad. I mean, like, there's only so much you can do. So at about seven, Didi forced her daughter, Gypsy, uh, into a wheelchair because of a motorcycle accident. But it was like she only got like a scrape on her knee. And so the mother's like, oh, you need to be in a wheelchair. It was like very minor. Yeah, this event seemed to be the, the main spark. So clearly before Gypsy could grasp the building blocks of public education, her mom uh, pulled her out and homeschooled her. So Didi paraded her around at the Special Olympics, claiming she was eight when she was actually 10. Uh, Didi was claiming that Gypsy was suffering from leukemia, asthma, muscular dystrophy, brain damage due to being a preemie, and that she only had a mental capacity of a toddler. So around Hurricane Katrina, she really got her hands in. She claimed that like her medical records were lost at the hospital, or, so that the hospital was her actual playground then. So it's like, oh, we, we just experienced this traumatic event. We lost everything, but this is all the conditions and things that we have that I can tell you right now. Um, Which at that time they already had. They, some hospitals electronic did. Electronic medical. Yeah. 
but they were moving around. They were uh, at like three or four different places in the nation. So there was an onslaught of physical and mental abuse ensued, unnecessary surgeries and medications. Uh, she was milking foundations like Make-A-Wish, Ronald McDonald House, among a few. Uh, they received a, rece- uh, a wheelchair ramp, a hot tub, Disney World trips, free flights, and worse of all, backstage passes to Miranda Lambert concerts. Woohoo! <laughs> I, I feel bad for the for Gypsy. No, after yeah, her dad remarried, but tried to visit, and like it seems like every time her dad was able to call, you know, like on her birthdays, there was a birthday where it was her 18th birthday, and when Dee Dee answered, she's like, you know. Don't make any reference to her birthday. You know, she still thinks she's 14 years old, but she's actually 18. It's like she had the birth certificate at one of the hospitals, but when her dad was trying to actually come and visit, other things came up. She always lied or made an excuse or some sort of story to get out of him visiting. So she was very protective of her. So she made an excuse after excuse, sideswiping any visitation. Dee Dee kept Gypsy bald, shaving her head, saying that, like, since you're taking all this medication, you're just going to go bald anyway, so we'll just continuously shave your head. Um, There's a few other surgeries that she would, would, as far as, like, her salivary glands, they, she put Botox in her salivary glands, supposedly to uh, reduce the drooling until eventually she underwent a surgery around, like, 20. They actually extracted her salivary glands. Again, it's, it's unnecessary. She still wasn't aware of her age at this point. There was an incident where she did go to the hospital with her mom, and she was able to see a birth certificate. And she's like, well, it says here that I'm this old. And the mom, Dee Dee, was like, oh, it's just a misprint. It was lie after lie, surgery after surgery. Yeah, she squeezed her hand hard, like in public, if, if uh, Gypsy Rose would have said something that wasn't off the script of what Dee Dee was planning. So if somebody's like, well, why can't you do this? Whatever, you know, like if she were to leave or go outside or if anybody were to see her, she had to be in her wheelchair. Everywhere she went, she had the oxygen tank, the feeding tube, the wheelchair, the meds. Like it was a full on, like the neighbors thought that she was highly disabled. It was, it was really rough. It's pretty much a, you know, once you're born, you're put into a prison. There was also a part where Dee Dee leashed her own daughter. She handcuffed her to a bed for two weeks. Like it's a hostage situation. Uh, long story short, Dee Dee Blanchard comes up dead, murdered. Her neighbor's immediate response was that it was a murder, kidnapped due to no sign of gypsy, and all the medical aids left, the wheelchair, oxygen tank, feeding tube, everything I just mentioned. Everything was left at the scene. It was only a day or two afterwards where gypsy was found. There was a boyfriend that she met at christiansingles.com. Play the, nice. play the jingle. So... Gypsy established a relationship, an online relationship. She was able to do a few things. Like, she was kind of a nerd going to cosplays. Sorry. She actually learned to read, reading Harry Potter books. Um, because I highly doubt her mother. She really was a nerd. She's reading those books. <laughs> no, but so she met, like, this guy from Wisconsin who, I mean, he was on a, a autistic scale, not to give him any leeway. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> but yeah no he was on an autistic scale and you know they kind of discussed like there's certain um medical disadvantages right and she was also kind of like confiding into him like well my mother does this and she had like at least up to five different facebook accounts her mother found out about this relationship and smashed her laptop with a she hammer catfishing bitches <laughs> No, but um, there was a time where oh, I'm a 
assuming all the aid and stuff that like these foundations are giving her, you know, like they're setting her up, setting them up to live. Like they're going to Disneyland, they're staying at like hotels and stuff. And yeah, they, they had it pretty nice due to the moms wanting the sympathies and the boyfriend, he was able to fly down on, I'm assuming funds of that. And they met up a few times. They went to a movie together. They were trying to keep everything on the, on the hush and then there was a time where one night, so he came in, she, Gypsy snuck her in while her mom, Dee Dee, was sleeping. Gypsy gave her, the boyfriend the tape and the knife to, you know, tape her down and kill her. And Gypsy hid into the closet. He went ahead and did the business. They did their business, took $4,000 from- Chugga Chugga? Yeah, Chugga Chugga. Yeah, and then they just tried to skip town. Yeah, even Dee Dee's own family, Dee Dee was- a piece of shit through and through. Right. So there was a small period when Gypsy and Dee Dee, well, when Gypsy was a baby, that they stayed with Dee Dee's actual dad and her stepmother. And Dee Dee ended up poisoning her stepmother with weed killer. And then upon recovering, the dad was asking, you know, confronting, it's like, you know, are you behind this? You know, what's going on with Gypsy? It doesn't even seem legit. Dee Dee took Gypsy and fled town, changed her name to Dee Dee from Claudestine. Yeah, but upon hearing about the death, her own dad and family, they're like, "Oh, she got what she got." You know, I, I don't, I'm not putting anything towards any funeral costs. I'm not um, coming to claim any ashes, whatever bygones. So the boyfriend had gotten life to prison, and Gypsy got ten years. So she should be out in like the next five years. So she's like in the middle of that. I'm not necessarily like I don't like yeah you did the deed you did the the killing or assisted in it and but like you were a prisoner like this whole time but there was a quote that Gypsy said while incarcerated she said that like being in prison is a much better than being with her mom because at least being in prison she can live life being a real woman and she'll be able to live her life to I mean she's since recovered from most of the stuff I'm assuming she doesn't have to take any medication. She can grow her hair back, uh, although she doesn't have her salivary salivary glands. Um, slobbery glands. Yeah, slobbery glands. Climb back down these ladders. We'll have a little discussion. There is a lot of people who assume, like, I hate when child services gets their nose involved in certain stuff when it doesn't need to. Like, it's happened to me, but I was not part of, like, any of this, like, Munchausen type of thing, but... I've seen you try to feed your daughter's bricks. From what's your into? It's like it's a straw. It's I got it from McDonald's. Like that's what it is. You son of a bitch! Think of the turtles. <laughs> Don't. I did. That's why I got. I had like a whole bag of straws. So I was like, man, I got to get rid of these. So I just threw them all in the ocean. It's like I'm trying to do my part. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. Most of these mothers are attention seeking, seemingly from some sort of authority to validate that they are being good mothers. Uh, natural health of a child does not seem to be validation enough for these for these mothers um there's a separation like a some sort of cognitive dissidence they they need to feel more than just anonymous that was kind of one of my my findings with this is like i don't being a parent yourself like like do you need attention for somebody else that you need to harm your child and be like oh my god he's oh he's hurt uh no uh the attention for my child besides the you know couple hours of Every other week we do this is pretty much my only focus. So, right. so I, don't, I don't need attention from other people 
for my child. Uh, there's a few incidents where I was playing with my girls, or I guess we'll just say my, my oldest one when she was a baby. And like, it's common that like, the, what is it, nurse elbow or something like that, where the elbow can kind of pop out of the, the socket. Yeah. You know, and like just playing with them. It's like, oh crap, like I was just trying to have fun with you. And like, they, she went like a whole day uh, with like her, she wouldn't use her arm. And then we took her into like, emergency care and like i felt like a piece of shit the whole time it's like yeah. i don't want to tell anybody about it but like i want her to get better it's like purposely hurting your child just for attention like it's Fuck it's a those piece people. of shit thing like yeah. and there are people who are accused of that and they have like a foundation called mama which is mothers against munchausen allegations doctors <laughs> can claim munchausen if a parent is not being cooperative or troublesome or if they're unable to pinpoint a chronic disease they can just say it's this because, like I say, like spitting shit into your your child's IV lines or feeding tubes or, you know, injecting them, making them eat bleach on, you know, like in their cereal or soup. Or and something. only getting ten years for it. Yeah. Stupid. It's fuck. like because they they it's a disorder. Like they they lighten the sentence because of that. So like a little taking pause back. Like if you have like a somebody who kind of constantly posting updates about their kid, you know, like oh. Well, he's doing a little bit better today, but it's still a struggle. And I'm not saying all of them are Munchausen mothers, but yeah. Some of them are just terrible parents. That too. Yeah, too. So, like, victims of Munchausen, like, I'm, I'm assuming, like, Gypsy and the other one that survived, they experience, like, a level of trauma. Like, they develop a, a lingering fear of ever visiting a hospital again. So, like, they if they have a serious illness, they probably don't want to go back because... It's just a constant reminder of what used to be. Right. But. What's the opposite of Munchausen, like me and Jeremy have, where we <laughs> refuse to go to the doctor? <laughs> yeah. True. It's like, I'm sick. I know I'm sick. I know it's it's Corona. <laughs> it's just this morning I went to shopping because I was supposed to have a dinner with my, my family. and Supposed to, to? Yeah. You're not anymore? I am going to. Oh. <laughs> you yeah. used past tense, like. I'm supposed to. supposed to. Yeah. Sorry. But, uh, and like some lady just yelled at me at the store because, so I'm like going through all like the vegetables, you know, cause I'm trying to make like some bruschetta. I got the garlic. So I right there. didn't need, need to ask. <laughs> we go to your house and we have to go through the garlic room to get to your house. There you go. The Hendrickson's house still smells like garlic. Whoops. <laughs> hey, but, but yeah, like the lady just kind of bitched me out cause like, yeah, as I'm trying to bag it and I pull my mask down and I'm licking my fingers to open the bag and. You know, and then I'm grabbing the stuff and, you know, and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Put your mask on. I'm like, I'm trying to open the bag. It's okay. But it's okay. I pump shit in my daughter's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, that, <laughs> Will you lick my fingers? Is your mouth cleaner than mine? I don't know. I, I just think that whole situation is messed up to do something like that. And what, just like I said, what angers me the most is like their piss poor sentence that they get. Yeah. Right. I mean, when it's. Figured well, out we already that they're know. purposely trying to keep their kids sick or whatnot. It should automatically be like treated as the you know you killed somebody, you murdered somebody. Right. It's like we already know like the court systems do favor females, especially mothers too. Like in most cases of separations, it's usually benefit towards the mother, unless you're a total piece of shit. Like I've already killed two of my kids, and I don't know. I, don't know. I think um, yeah, it's always in favor of women. Even even when it's obvious that the woman is not a fit mother, 
and that the dad's a better person, they still favor the mother. Yeah, ni- 99% of states, I believe, are mother's right states. Yeah. Just, I, I don't care that she grew the child. Right. I mean, it should be what's the best interest for the child, and it should be easy to figure out what is. Who's the better parent for the, the child? It's not necessarily the blood-related parent or whatever that is the best one, you know, the best fit. It's like there's many flourishing stepchildren because they have a loving parent, somebody who can actually guide them and not steer them wrong. This is kind of off topic, but on topic. Do you guys ever watch those videos on YouTube of like kids asking their their step parent to like adopt, adopt them? them? Yeah. And like usually it's around Christmas time and it's like or the person's birthday and whatnot. And it's like these grown men with muscles, tattoos and beards, and it's just like they're bawling like little kids, and then there's me at home like tearing up as I'm watching it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. No, I have no. no idea what you're talking about. You should watch them. They're, they're, it's a good, it's good videos to watch. It's not stupid video of somebody doing something stupid. It's actually good in the world. And they should leave it. It's heartwarming. They should leave those like for, set it up for like, is it a yes or is it a no? <laughs> <laughs> Play the Larry Davis music after the yes. Uh, tune in next time. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> oh, but that's that. Um, that's that's Munchausen. Um, nice. Sorry, sorry to bring you guys down. No, here. you did it when Don't you started it. It was one of those talks where, like, you started it with the uh, "this is gonna be this is gonna be one of those," and then you got into it, and I was like, "All right, I can dig this," and then you brought it back down at the end. So, but I tried to bring it back up because Didi's bitch ass got killed. Yeah, family like never fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck that girl, fuck that bitch, 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 fuck that bitch, gross. Fuck that, fuck that bitch. All right. Hey, before, before we get out of here, fellas, what do you want the, the bounties? What do you want to tell them going into 2021? Spread the word. The Happiness. Bounties. Happiness. Bounties. I, it's yeah. fucking Justin's word. It's sticking. It's catching on like wildfire. It's not, um... I was reading the comments to uh, some of our previous videos, and, like, uh, one comment's like, you know, Justin is probably the best, sexiest... Um, that was from um, uh, Stacy. <laughs> probably, probably true. At at Justin Lubash. <laughs> no, my my advice to the bounties. Ah, oh he said God. it. We got him. Uh, ah. We're all in. Don't be so selfish. Make 2021 a year where you're you're thinking about others and putting others before you. Yes, critical thinking should be priority for this year because we haven't had any of that in the last right. year, let alone four years. Or more. 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 (laughs) Since 2000, it all went out the window, it it seemed like. But then again, I was kind of lost in the overall society of everything. Yeah. Um, I'd say, you know, take pictures with your buddies. We don't have enough pictures of with you and your best friends. Take pictures with your buddies because you never know when you're not going to be able to anymore. So, Right on. Well, thank you guys for listening to episode 15. We're going to go out back and kick each other's asses for talking about Fight Club. We're taking pictures with the buddies. Take pictures with your buddies. <laughs> we can't As he just zooms it on his own phone. Well, I can't. It's too, too small. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, everybody. Peace. Penis. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Join us next time for more absurdity that only the guys from the Boundless Pod Trap can bring you. 